Uh, hello, Internet. Welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm not your host, Wade Mariano. We're going to do it now. Mm, I got it. Okay. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and am joined, as always, by A1. Trace Finicaro. And... Snake Snake. It's a snakey snake snake. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. Gentlemen, let's just jump into it. So, new iPhone coming out. Um, big news and potentially even a bigger price sticker. Uh, Trace, you've ordered one already. Is this correct? Yes, that's true. Please go into the details. Um, <laughs> I'm one of. I have a wife that's still surviving on an iPhone six. And it after the updates, it's running slow. So she asked for a new phone. We decided to wait for the uh, the next phone, and it's the iPhone 10. But I think it's funny because the branding on it is iPhone XS, so it looks like extra small when you're reading the title. <laughs> Aren't uh, is, what's is S a Roman numeral? Gunner. What oh, is S? Like, no, 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 it doesn't. Like, no. Do it's a Roman numeral for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> There's just X, I, and V. Oh, okay. Well, an L, right? Not to my knowledge. We're going to have to look up some Roman numerals. Yeah, someone help me. Someone someone help you. Like, you're going to immediately respond. Of the internet. So not only did they release the iPhone. I, I am sorry. He is correct. Wade's right. High there five. Is a, there is an L. Actually, yeah. so there is an I, which is 1. There is yeah. a V, which is 5. There is an X, which is 10. L is 50. C is 100. D is 500. And M is 1,000. And you love the D. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I take it where I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's the iPhone XS, and they also announced a cheaper um which that's technically correct, a cheaper version of the iPhone 10. Called the iPhone 6. (laughs) (laughs) 6X. Called the iPad Pro. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's the the iNote. It's called the 10R. And the 10R is offered in like like six different colors, and they're nice, like blue and like red. They're like kind of coral colors. Whereas the iPhone 10S, the the very expensive one, is only offered in three colors. Uh, Black, which... They just call like I think gunmetal black, or maybe they don't use the word gun, but um, black, gold, and uh, I want to say silver. Huh. The three colors that the more expensive one is, and the more expensive one is uh, is nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, so a thousand dollar price tag for the small. This you know because there's two sizes. There's the ten S and the ten S uh, Max. <laughs> Wait, it's just on. so funny. They used to call it like a plus, yeah. But <laughs> it's you could you could tell that the Apple is screwing up their versioning because they went and changed it from you know iPhone six, seven, eight. They skipped nine, went to X, right? So ten is yeah. X. Yeah. So, so then it's no XS, nine. and and if you did XS plus, it looks like extra small plus which is weird so they did xs max as the larger screen so the okay. branding is getting all out of whack but it's just the larger screen but what's interesting is uh and they they I believe they made this argument before the iphone 10's screen is larger than the iphone 8 plus's screen so it's a smaller phone than the iphone 8 plus 
but the screen on it's larger because it's it's like an edge to edge screen. That, that's kind of surprising. Did they just get rid of the home button? Yes. Okay, that's is that the is that one of the new things? Is the home button that was the big feature last year? Yeah. Oh, so for the eight. Um, for so last year was the ten. This year was the ten S. So oh, the announcement okay. is really okay. like it's like the second the second um, revision of the iPhone ten, but. Like they've done some pretty impressive updates to it. The uh, the screen on it is packing so many pixels now that they had to give it a new name. It's called uh, I think uh, um, is it an Ultra Retina? I don't think that that's correct. Super Retina maybe. Super Retina you display. Me. Me- mega Mega Eye Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, what they're really trying to sell with this phone is the. Uh, you know, it's got the graphics chip. It's got the CPU, but it, they say it's got another chip in between the two. To do computer learning, it's 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 a it's a it's a which is funny because it's a creepy you. Which is funny because Siri still can't turn the fucking flashlight on. Yes. Really? Yeah. My neural net PC CPU is. <laughs> which is well, no no because the CPU is a neural net. Well, no, a computer. It, it, it's well, you know, and it gets kind of interesting because that that's um. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Well, it, it, a lot, part of that problem too is a lot of that stuff is patent encumbered, anyways. And um, I think we were talking about were we talking about this last week? The different, the different, like the difference between local compute and cloud compute. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But when you say it's patent encumbered, are you talking about um, turning the flashlight on? <laughs> well, not even turning the flashlight. Well, I mean, like, uh, although Apple is the fucking king shit of F Mountain as far as like stupid UI interface patents go. But um, I would be surprised if the actual integrating of the DSP to do that that speech recognition, you know, because like, Intel has it on their new, um, you know, like anything Skylake or newer, it's built into the chip. So even when it's asleep, it's still got audio mm-hmm. rec- audio. Scans. Although because of the unique and interesting way that most motherboard and system integrators work intel has a chip it has a function in their cpus that can wake this that could wake the entire computer up from being asleep just by talking to it and none of the motherboard implementers actually did anything that allows that to work properly but yeah that those specific chips like um texas instruments and whatnot usually has the lock on those those logic blocks and if Apple didn't want to pay, you know, like Apple's kind of very big on doing everything in house now. Like, I, I was surprised that they even like they basically subsidized Intel's whole wireless radio, rebuilding their wireless radio division for the third time, just so they can tell Qualcomm and and Marvel and Broadcom to kind of like we're still doing business with you, but we're never going to do the Samsung thing again, where we're fucking dependent on one company for our tech. Actually, isn't that, isn't that wasn't that the thing with the iPhone 10 too, where effectively you could have two you could have two completely different internal systems, like you know like there was like there were different like it, as far as the user was concerned you wouldn't even notice, but like you could have an Intel you could have an Intel iPhone 10 or a Qualcomm radio iPhone 10 and you would never I, know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's it's interesting watching these announcements because Apple says stuff like this is the fastest processor available in a phone and it's it's a bold claim but it's like well yeah it is right now yeah until next year right until next week well yeah right because uh, you got the 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 pixel 3 is going to be announced by google in a couple weeks here 
and they've been pretty good with keeping up. Um, I don't think as good as Samsung, but Gunner knows the hardware a little bit better than I do. Well, because I use, I use the guts of phones for horribly hu- potentially humanity-ending projects, but that's, that's neither here nor there. So they still have failed to announce a wireless charger. So the phones can finally be charged wirelessly. I believe they'd offered that with the maybe the 7S or the 8, but you can charge the, the phones wirelessly now. <laughs> but they, if you go to their website to order one, they still offer you the Belkin charger. So that, that's, been, that's been a lot of criticism uh, against Apple because they, they've been talking about wireless charging at some of their uh, uh, technology summits, <laughs> and they still don't offer one that you can buy. But what's probably more interesting um, than the iPhone is the uh, the new Apple Watch. Is that I? I thought I saw a headline. Which wow, this is great! I saw a headline, but didn't fucking read it. So it's gonna have very little information attached to it. But maybe you saw it. I saw it in the AP ticker, um, like the iWatch or the Apple Watch becoming like a medical device almost. Yeah, they got FDA approval Okay. to actually have it do an EKG. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And huh. so you can actually like bring in your, uh, like your electrocardiogram report to a doctor. You could just send it, right? I mean, you could just yeah. email it from there, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you can use your phone as that. But it did some other strange things. Like, it's got a new feature on there called fall detection. So it's like they're trying to take over the life alert. Like life alert. Yeah, and what they do is they say that when you fall forward, your arms move a certain way, and when you fall backward, your arms move a certain way. And it asks you, hey, do you want to call emergency services? The funny thing is, though, is that if it can't turn on my fucking flashlight, I don't know if I trust it to dial 911. Yeah, I want... That's a good question. I or, wonder. Or even uh, worse, what if you don't say no? What if there's some massive failure and like all these Apple watches get shipped out and and all these calls start going into these call centers, you know, these nine one one centers, and imagine, it's like imagine like eight, eighteen ambulances showing up to a skating rink. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, or like it's like, well, we detected a slip and fall. You're dying. It's like, no, I'm ice skating. No, I'm it's- masturbating. I'm just jerking <laughs> off. <laughs> I just like to do it on the ice. We, 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 we recorded an incident where you experienced at least three Gs of acceleration consistently. <laughs> back and forth for at least four minutes. I'm masturbating into crack sand. I, 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 need, I, need, I need an ambulance, but for a different reason than what you're thinking. I'm masturbating in a significantly more violent way than you would imagine. Arm coming blood. I'm beating it like it owes me money. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is interesting, though. It's um, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Like, so where does this lead? That's. A, I'm glad that you actually did a little <laughs> more information than. Oh, uh, I saw it on the ticker <laughs> on the AP ticker. Well, but is, is this like our our hospitals going to have start having like Apple watches? Uh, you know, as kind of like a standard equipment. Well, no, I, but I you're. Don't you're think- Okay, so you go ahead, Gunner. I was gonna say, like, no, but you're insured. It's it's like it's like those fucking progressive plans where you have the dongle hanging off the the back of the or the underneath of the car's ECM, so it's tracking how fast the you're snap, going. The snapshot. Yeah, snap funny. Your 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 non your non ACA insurance plans will penalize you if you do not have real time uh, diagnostics strapped to you at all times. That's an interesting concept. One that I've 
because it's been around for years, right? The snap, the snapshot. You, you, we see, you're familiar with it, right? What snapshot are you talking about? So the, it's the progressive. I believe the first model or marketing vehicle they used it was called oh the progressive snapshot. I think mm-hmm. it was, and it was like this little module that I thought you put on your windshield, but maybe you put it um, oh under your scary. dash or inside your dash. Now I'm not well, sure what. No, you actually pl- you actually plug it to the ODB ODB two port on your. Oh okay. Oh, it monitors like how how like how much of an asshole you are when you drive. Yes. Yeah, like, like a sudden stop or stuff like that. But but like, I remember when they were marketing it, it was, um, oh, you know, you'll save so much more mm-hmm. money because you're for being a safe driver. But at the same time, it's it's it's, it's an argument. It's an interesting argument because the insurance company can say, well, we're we're insuring you, we're extending our coverage to you. We want to know, you know, everything that you're doing with your vehicle that we're insuring. Which, yeah. It's crazy because what happens is when, when you're in insurance, you're doing risk management and you can only you can only measure risks that you know. However, when you can start measuring more information and more data, then now you can start changing your rates based on new information, information that you normally wouldn't be able to get. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when a plane crashes, the first thing they do is look for the black box. That generally doesn't happen yet for car crashes. But if we knew the exact events that occurred prior to it crashing, then that might be able to help us. It might be able to give us some insight into the uh, into the vehicle or into the person and, and how that influences the risk. Want to hear something uh, that's funny? What if your insurance rates went up when you bought an Apple Watch? Because the death the, the amount to pay somebody's death is more than the amount to keep them alive when they've fallen. <laughs> Well, I, no, I, I'm like, I mean, you, <laughs> you, fucked up. You, you, got, you got that. I'm also thinking like the fuck it's like, listen, our geolocation system has you pegged at an address that we know is corresponded to a fucking Wendy's at least five times, five yeah. times, five times every two weeks. They could do that now with the Fitbit it, though. And, to be and, honest and, with you, man. And, and, and by the number of times that we registered an acceleration event and, and the effort that was expended, we're calculating that you had at least three double bacons in the process so while you're there at um they do something not anything like this nothing as uh nothing as straightforward as that would you say but i know at the place that i work you get uh significant i'd say somewhat significant amounts of money um taken off your insurance bill every year if you do this uh crack santa yeah, this voluntary blood panels and this affidavit that you get your doctor to sign off on. Oh, really? Yeah, like like we just had it. So you, you well, send them your blood. Here's the process: they bring in two um, phlebotomists, mm-hmm. and you fill out a personal inventory, essentially, of mm-hmm. like your habits. You get your um, you get your blood pressure taken. Mm-hmm. And then they take your blood. They take like two or three vials, and they send it off to a lab. And then you get re- your results back. You can get them online within ten days. And then a packet comes, like two or three weeks later. And then the process is, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to go to your physician, and he has to view all the results and then sign off that he essentially that he viewed them and that he's oh okay so doing you go to something your, about so you go to your physician then yeah you go to your physician but yeah. like. It's kind of like the smoking question, right? It's one of the first questions That's they ask. That's one of the questions on the inventory. And, yeah. and honestly, that also 
is extra money off your insurance, which, so I kind of understand this, but at the same, and, and right now it's fine because they're not, they're not penalizing you necessarily for having an unhealthy um, lifestyle. Right. But you are saving money. Yeah. If you, it's kind of if like, you do this, if you voluntarily it, 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 submit they this They are penalizing you the same way that the grocery store doesn't penalize you when you pay twice the amount for a loaf of bread without their department store card. Right. Right. right exactly. Yeah. It, they make it seem yeah. like they're not penalizing you for not having the card. But if you look at the actual overall prices, they are fucking robbing you. Yeah. Without that. So, yeah, I mean, they can make it seem like they're not penalizing you for bad health. But in reality, we all know that they are. It's built into the rates. Well, yeah. You're paying more money, essentially. And it, it's kind of it's definitely kind of interesting um, because nothing has been set upon it yet necessarily as far as well you're unhealthier so right we're gonna we we, we justified in charging you significantly more rates but frankly if it ever were i mean i'd be pretty fucked i've had pretty much three relatively serious uh kind of health things go on with me in the past as many years and i do wonder if we were in that scenario like how much more are you paying for health insurance i mean it's fucking joke that I have to pay as much as I do now and I have relative I have pretty good health insurance compared to a lot of my uh, my my peers but it's definitely an interesting potential precedent that is set with these types of programs and I know it sounds doom and gloom when I say uh you know the health insurance providers will charge you more when you have the Apple Watch because it uh can ultimately lead and some weird sound going in front of my microphone I think it's my phone man it's never happened before Oh, well. <laughs> your phone making sounds or your phone interfering with it? Yeah, my phone's interfering with the mic, yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> that's what I get for being on my phone like Gunner. <laughs> he powers his down. Um, but uh, the, the, whole, the, the whole concept of charging somebody uh, actually makes me wonder if that's why the mic was messed up last week. Maybe my phone got too close. I don't know. Um, Please stop, Gunner. <laughs> but the, uh, the idea of you know charging somebody... Uh, charging somebody more insurance because they have a chance of living. Uh, it sounds kind of doom and gloom, but it's really not that unheard of in corporate world. And one example I can think of is, um, and Gunner I think knows a little bit about this, but the CSX railroad uh, system has been accused several times of not maintaining their tracks because it's cheaper to just pay off the families of the people who die than it is to continuously maintain the railroad system. And if you go, if you do a Google search for um, for uh, CSX negligence, it's like every three months of there's all like time, there are these, yeah, there's wow. these lawsuits where they're going against CSX and people died and um, you know the families aren't happy with the settlement and CSX just wants to drop the case or something like that. But it's, this idea that uh, that the that the human life has a price tag on it, you know, it does exist. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's ever gone away. I think it's maybe just been shifted. You know what I mean? It's I mean, slavery essentially, you know, was a perfect example of that. Like you bought and sold people, so you know, I think, which is how we, which is how we make our iPhones. See, we came full I mean, circle. It's true. I mean, it is fucking super <laughs> super until true. Until we figure out, until we figure out how to somehow like shuck those those cogn cognition units from their Chinese 
Chinese labor class and, and, and have them drive five robots at the same time, in which case that will finally end the slave labor thing. I mean, like, that's a more horrible fate than the slave labor thing, but, you know, that, that's how that goes. Actually, China's big thing is they've been, they've been exporting all their grunge work out to uh, Africa and other, like, stronger-named, uh, like, impoverished Asian nations all around, all around them. <laughs> They're too good for slave labor now? Well, you know. It's just it, like the shit keeps rolling downhill. Yes. Less and less money comes up, but the shit just keeps rolling down. Well, you know, like again, like they they got, they they are building all that infrastructure. Yeah, I mean that's sidetracking, but they're building they're building factories and all this infrastructure down in uh, a bunch of the continent, like you know the 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 even the like all throughout Africa. I mean, like actually, there's a big thing they bought they bought a bunch of ports in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, because they they want they want raw materials and stuff like that. But yeah, it's also like they kind of. The, the the whole the whole deal is is that their economic thing is like yeah we get we got to buoy it you know like we're trying to blow up our middle class so that like they don't go all violent and freaking try and usurp us because I don't you know even though that we have how many million people you know how many millions of people in our army we have two billion people and if they all equally get pissed it's uh, eventually the human wave will overwhelm us no matter how how many uh, crazy uh, military super crowd control weapons we have. But yes, so that iPhone, that iPhone, iPhone, yeah, well, no, no. So, but but actually, it's it's kind of it's kind of part and parcel though because the fact, yeah, as Apple slowly but surely brings all this machine learning stuff into their phones, eventually the Chinese working class will be replaced by machines that are built from the guts of the phones that they made in the last generation. I had a conversation yesterday, delightful communist vision, with a truck driver and. He was so he was so upset because I told him that <laughs> that eventually all tractor trailers were going to be self driving, and he was so fucking pissed off. And he's like, he's like, are you going to trust you going to trust a computer that could burn up? Are you going to trust that to as transport a, your family as opposed to yeah, a dri- as, a, as opposed to a driver who's uh, burned up from fucking having yeah <laughs> exactly the, the computer doesn't get tired it just fails whereas the human can fail. Look, you can. Uh, speaking of health concerns, there are, I'm sure there are a few healthy tractor trailer drivers, but I'm fairly more certain that there are significantly more unhealthy ones. Because, and frankly, because your your profession is sitting down for hours and upon hours upon hours. So, yeah, I mean, I know it sounds weird, maybe to some people, but I would rather have a machine behind the wheel that's constantly paying attention to what the fuck's going on than somebody that can be distracted with something shiny yeah i think any transportation job is going to be sad to see them go because it's it's a lot of our workforce is people driving and i think that he's right in the fact that you will be putting your trust into a computer and the computers can and will fail but what i said to he's like he's like but are you really going to trust it and i'm like well We'll have numbers by then. We'll know. We'll know how exactly how much we can trust it because we'll have statistics based on how many crashes occur, based on how many deaths occur. Right. And what we can't do with humans is we'll be able to take corrective action with the computers. But, you know, when we have conversations like we did last week where we find out that, uh, you know, the firmware updates on these Tesla cars are being done um, through really, really insecure methods, then 
you kind of have to. He's going to be the one saying "told you so" when all the Teslas drive into a fucking river, right? When all everything starts crashing, and we can mm-hmm. only dream. But we that being said, dream. I mean that's when you start thinking of people as computers and things like that. I mean, think of all the var- var- variables that go into like a human driver. You know, like was he tired? Did he not get a lot of sleep that day? Does he have a drug problem? Does he have health issues? You know what I mean? Does he have like sleep apnea or? It's just there's a lot of factors that can go into it that are so out of your out of control. Yeah, he was trying to make his argument, and he said, you know, if I go around the turn, I can feel it when I'm going when I'm going a little bit too fast or when the wind's blowing against me. He's like, all it takes is 40 miles an hour wind, and the and the tractor trailer will tip over. And I'm like, well, first of all, the computer knew the 40 mile an hour wind was happening because it, it knew it knows the exact speed of the wind because it can measure that because that's what happens when you have instruments. But it also can tap into the weather service. It can slow itself down beforehand. And the truth of the matter is, is, is that if all of the vehicles were going the same speed, traffic itself would go faster. You don't need to push your vehicle to its limits and, and go around a turn just fast enough that you can feel the tires ripping away from the road. I mean, let's face it. I would be willing to say that like realistically, ninety nine percent of accidents are due to human error. It's so rarely that the infrastructure is failing, like right. a bridge collapses or something. That shit happens, but it's super rare. It's almost always human error. So, and, and he starts complaining about the roads, and I'm like, and this guy, this guy is from Oneida, um, so he's a local guy. We have fucking awesome roads. Like we have the worst weather in the United States. Right, Syracuse for its size gets more snow than any other city in the United States. We have more precipitation. Period. Like we have, we have more rain than fucking Seattle. Right. It is. It's. It's terrible. Yeah, our roads are terrific. You go on the other hand. You go to New York City. The roads are just. They're. They're terrible. Connecticut. The roads are really bad. They don't spend a lot of money to keep them up. And frankly. The weather has forced us to. I have lived in other parts of the country, the eastern, the eastern seaboard, really just the northeast. To be honest, um, they don't know what to do with snow and shit like that. Like because we are entrenched in it, sometimes six months out of the year, we know what to do with snow. Yeah, we're prepared, and like we also don't let our prepared. roads get that bad. Yeah. Yeah, because he was saying he's like he's like, well, you can't trust you can't trust corporations, and I'm like, well, you do. You you're driving a car, and he's like, well, you can't trust a computer, and I'm like, you, you, you do realize because that it's not your throttle's not mechanically fucking hooked that, to your. That was my your, first example. Your, bra- to your brakes aren't actually directly. Yeah, he goes, what's going to happen when when a sensor goes bad? And I'm like, well, at least the self driving car knows that the sensor's malfunctioning. You don't know that as a human, so your first instinct is to do what you normally do. Because you didn't know it was it was not reporting properly, you can't make a, you can't make that decision in one millionth of a second and change the way that you're driving before you crash. I think like when people, um, a I completely understand this guy. He should be threatened because honestly, I do think it's going to be reality sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, but I think when they think of this argument. They feel this inferiority, like, oh, the computer is better than me. And it's like, no, the computer is just more folk. It can focus like 100% of its of its brain power, of its power on these 
tasks, which for you is such a small percentage of what your cognition is is doing. Really, it's like an Oompa Loompa on every part of the car. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, right, you got an Oompa Loompa on the front left wheel and on the front right wheel, and that Oompa Loompa is focusing all of his attention because he has more than one brain. I mean, like if if you really wanted to get to brass tacks. The you, maybe your ideal solution is that you have to rethink the whole thing, and it's not an either or, or thing. But the driver, you know, like you know, like we're talking about doing completely roboticized cars, but really, what it what you maybe you look at it like a fucking strategy game where effectively the driver is there to provide additional cognition to a cluster of trucks. So, they, you know, like you have a group of six or seven of them. You're moving something in mass, and you have, like, one command truck that, like, you know, the guy's like, hey, we got to figure out a fucking alternative route. You know, the drive, the, like, you leave the, you leave the fucking microsecond reaction stuff to the fucking machine, but the person's like, hey, I need to actually figure out alternative plans around this. Like the captain of a starship, almost. Yeah. Because, really, really, I mean, like, you know, part of the, the, the company, the company equivalent is <laughs> always... What? You're going to be driving, and your eyes are going to be rolled in the back of your head. Well, no, but, no, you're be, going to be twitching, and all the cars are going to be going perfectly. And then your phone's going to ring, and they're all going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Jello by effort talking. The fuck was it? Um, there was just the scenario where they had the fucking orgasm button. I think but, what's possible um, for drivers is, in the near future anyway... They're still going to be required to have human a, a human person in the cab. Yeah, that's like, what I told him. I'm like, you're not going to lose your job, right? You're still going to have to be. There's going to have to be a human there well, just in case some well, shit no, goes actually, really wrong. To correct what, it right away. What, what one of the things that they found now, and you know, and again, it's like we're doing all we're doing these fucking because we live in a new gilded age of like corrupt corporate. Well, you know, like, things have never been great, but like you know, we're 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 going big. We're yeah, back it's to a that new fucking, age. It's a new age. It's a new of corrupt age. corporations. Well, no, but you know, it's it, we're 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 right back in that fucking the Mayans, Upton the Sinclair. Egyptians. No corruption back then. No, but we're right back in that Upton Sinclair, the fucking jungle phase. You know, like I mean, like we have we have iPhones and everything else, but it's we're we're back there. But um, you know, like they've been doing all these live t- this testing of the self driving cars and fucking like public traffic and you know we talked about that before the lady who got fucking ran over by the the one uber test car yeah but she did walk in front of a moving car well but 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 the the thing was is that like there there was there was there was a whole series of failures that led to that you know it's not it's not one absolute thing but the the problem with that was that what they've that incident highlighted is that they found that any of these self-driving aids people just immediately fucking disengage mm-hmm. and they just don't they they you know like you say you know like you're talking about like the person overriding it's like yeah if it, 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 the machine is driving of course people's fucking like alert you know that that part of the reptile brain that's fucking responsible for avoiding mm-hmm. attackers and engaging you know attacking just fucking switches off because it's metabolically expensive of course well it's just it's just it's it's how it's how we pay attention right i mean if you ever watch a couple that's out with a toddler one of the parents is paying attention the other one is not yes it's the way it works so if something else is paying attention to the road even though your responsibility is to it doesn't mean you actually are yeah i think the solution is not really uh, as far as having like a human in the cab of a completely autonomous Brain in the tractor jar. trailer, 
just having a series of like alarms and checks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> electrocute you. Yeah, like don't don't just Wake sit the, the guy off. in front there. We're, like we're, you know, we're gonna have him in the back of the cab, but like you know, have him checking some switches and some diagnostics and things like that every once in a while. But just realize that he's probably gonna be fucking around on his cell phone. You know what I mean? Like, don't expect him to just be paying attention. Oh, whoop, it, something's it, wrong it, now. It takes half a second to turn off Pornhub. <sighs> yeah. True. But oh, with, a, need, with a computer, oh, at least. Damn, how can they jerk off to this? <laughs> All right, I'll make it work. It's, uh, with a computer, at least, like, at least that's constantly paying attention, you know? Yeah, I think that the solution's not, I don't think the solution's ever going to be to completely elim- eliminate the human, but giving them less, um, culpability no not that's not really the word i'm looking for but less exposure to making an error and getting into an accident you know that's probably what the future is going to be i feel like a lot of these these people that are you know in complete denial right that not only that the technology will be there but that it already is and that it eventually the demand will will make it um an everyday thing I think a lot of them, they like grew up with this, like, I don't know, the, they, they grew up with this, this idea that the computer was just some big intelligent being and it was going to take over their lives, I, well, right? That it was going to be smarter than us. We really haven't gotten to that point yet. The computer's better at sifting through large chunks of data than we are simply because it's more brains and those brains can talk to each other at the same time. But it hasn't gotten to the point where it it has cognition that is better than ours, right? Where it actually like like starts to become a a greedy thing. Although Gunner would argue that YouTube has started to take off on its own like that. But for the most part, um, it hasn't become this uh, self surviving uh, uh, evil thing. And I feel like a lot of these people are, they're scared of self driving cars. They have this this like Twilight Zone. Um, uh, vision right where you have either a robot or an alien and the only thing that they want to do is come into your house and murder your family like i feel like they have this like this really really doom and gloom perspective but on the other hand this guy i mean this guy worked as a as a uh, ups delivery guy ups was the first company to go elect purely electronic for their delivery right the, the, the six, 20 years he spent there, the success of UPS is largely due to the fact that they adopted the handhelds before anybody else. And they knew exactly where a package was and how long it was going to take to be delivered. Well, it, you know, and even even that, like, you know, every, every, every automation thing is a transformational deal. But I would, I would be surprised if, uh, I, I've, you know, Mana and fucking bad post-apocalypse fiction aside like your drivers may be around they're not going to get anywhere near the rate that they do now but it's also effectively the driver is a component is not an operator of a vehicle they are a component of a system so they would effectively be the maintenance slash see and that part is interesting because like i think of like how google gamed the whole uh captcha thing mm -hmm. right is that where you're going with this yes yeah. So, um, and sorry, because I kind of talked over you, but what Google managed to do with CAPTCHA, now CAPTCHA's dead. They got the I'm not a robot button, and that's all you got to do now on a website. Um, and what that does is it's kind of, it determines based on how you're moving your mouse around, whether or not you're, you're, um, you're a computer programmer, whether you're a real person. 
But before that, with the CAPTCHA, they would show you two words and you had to solve them both. And it would be like, you know, it would be like, um, I don't know, um, let's say that the two words are bed bugs. And the word bed would be pretty easy to read. And then the word bugs would be really, really difficult. It would be like a street sign or something that said bugs on it, or maybe a storefront that said bugs on it. What that bug, that second word was Google's. Um, they, they have a uh, they had a system that was turning uh, uh, text from books into uh, electronic, and their their character recognition software had a had a loose match on some of these pictures. They were they were crowdsourcing humans to do that for them. Oh, really? And actually, they, so that they, they, second they, word you didn't have to typewrite in CAPTCHA. They they still do this, but it's for their machine vision for their self driving cars. So it's like identify a crosswalk, identify mm-hmm. a bicycle, identify which. Do you see a bus in this picture? But that's opt in though, right? Uh, not for that's opt in. Like well, Google Photos will ask you to do that, but, no, that's, but the, it's a capture you you would use to get into any website. So it was kind of you're kind of compelled. Other Google 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 exposes that API to other people, so they will use it as part of their like verify that you're not a robot. But thing. the vast majority of them are just a checkbox now. Yes, and then you wait. You have to wait. You have to wait a random interval to actually yeah. do another user action after you've confirmed that I'm not a robot. Right. Did you see the robot that solved that, by the way? There's a YouTube video. Yeah, they made like a robot solve that. It uses a hot dog as its finger. <laughs> that is not true, but that is hilarious. There is one that they actually did use. They like, used the, a hot dog? The, well, no, actually, it was a drone. <laughs> it was a drone, and they used that to trigger the, the photo thing on the, on, on the iPhone that they were flying, but they had a servo that had a hot dog on it. That was its capacitive input <laughs> but I, that's what you're talking about though right you're talking about like um and i can't remember the tedx talk that or the ted talk that talked about this but the concept was that through games problem solving you can actually solve larger problems and they don't know that they're helping solve those so what happened with that second word back with caption some people listening might not even know what we're talking about but hopefully most of them are old enough so that they know it was that second word was was optional. You didn't even need to type it. But Google got like they they got all of the the things people had typed, and the top words solved the problem for them, so that they didn't actually have to hire a staff member to do that. They would crowdsource it. But that's what you're talking about, right, Gunner? When you're saying that maybe your role in the car is going to be to think, is that what you're saying? Well, even that, I'm thinking you're just solving. Like ma- well, that or you're just maintenance. Com- when I say the maintenance component, it's effectively something that you would need an answer. You know, like I got to go out and fucking lo- secure a load or something like that. The truck itself can't go and fucking do this. Oh, you're talking about for like, uh, like, like career, like, like transporters and stuff. Well, yeah, because again, like right. you either like, again, like where I, I say that you know the driver either is the role of you are a coordinator. You know, like so, you have a you have a, you have a, like a a, a, a um, I can't why can't I remember what the hell the word is? Basically, you, convoy. You have a convoy of you have a convoy of trucks mm-hmm. going from one location to another. You have one commit. You have one that's basically assumed the mother hen row, the mother duck roll, and you have a bunch that are the baby mm-hmm. ducks following it. But it's pretty much train on the highway. Yeah, right. And that's I mean, if you if you can. That's kind of what you want, right? You want it on a track 
without with minimal interference, right. just getting there as soon as possible. I mean, you imagine sitting there and waiting for like seventeen tractor trailers that are like they're they're like <laughs> they're like tailgating each other, <laughs> going down the road. You got to wait for seventeen tractor trailers to go by because they're all part of one large delivery fleet. But you're right, Gunner. I guess you could have one guy check to make sure all the straps are tightened and stuff like that on all eighteen trucks instead of a guy per truck. Um, but it might also have breakout markets as well. There might be pit stops where these vehicles have to stop at and be inspected more often because there's not somebody monitoring them while they're in, while they're in transit. Because you see it all the time, right? You're going down the, the, the highway and you see these like tractor trailers and they have tarps over whatever they're hauling and they have ratchet straps holding the tarps down. But sometimes the tarps break loose, you know, after the wind's pulling on that tarp for hours and hours, sometimes it breaks loose. And what Gunner, you're talking about, right? And the, the whole maintenance aspect. Yeah. Well, that or just doing service on the, doing regular, just arranging regular service on the truck. I mean, like, you know, you can have the fucking thing show up at a maintenance bay or, you know, like you can send the take home request. I mean, Mercedes Benz actually does that now with some other, I mean, like they don't drive there, but they'll actually ping the tech where the car is currently. And it's like, hey, I'm due for whatever service. Please somebody come and take care of me. You imagine like, you know, let's say you get like some defective tires. A human may actually stop and hear a sound that sounds a little bit stranger than normal and go to the shop and say, hey, my tires are making a strange sound. Can you look at them? And, you know, but whereas with the with the tractor trailer, it's probably going to treat it a little bit more like or, or the, the self-driving, the autonomous will treat it a little bit more like an equation. They're going to say, well, this is how old the tires are. These are how many miles that we've had on them. This is the temperature that we've been driving on them. So if there's a defect, they may be less likely to spot it. Maybe a tire is a bad one. Um, but, you know, if there's some strange sound that happens all the time, right? People take their car to a mechanic because there's a strange sound. So that may require more frequent. Uh, you just ignore that checkups. shit. I mean, like it, it, it's fine. Man, that tire. <laughs> keep that going. Tire is super keep going. Fucking, that tire is super freaking noisy back ignore there. Ignore the. Uh, I'm sure that nothing possibly. The check engine wrong. light. There's nothing wrong. It's fine. It's, just it, keep it, going. As, as long as it's not flashing, everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, you might have like. That's a weird smell. It's like a NASCAR pit crew. Like, yeah, we need service. Come on in. Get it down as quickly as possible mm-hmm. until they replace all the mechanics with robots, too. That's true. I think it's kind of also the aspect um, that a lot of people, specifically in this area, but it's really all over the country where industry has failed them. You know, they were great jobs for a, de- for a couple of decades, maybe, maybe four decades if you were lucky in this country. And... Everything went overseas, and there was oh, there was just no replacement. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Like, you know, the drivers aren't going to make the same wages, and oh, yeah, but everything's everything will be significantly cheaper. There, and it's, eventually, though, the rubber does meet the road. I got an interesting question. The ride is over, man. Um, Replicators. So, so you got you got like this, you know, the 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 future tech stuff and cars driving themselves and then you have like certain types of communities that still live without technology like i think of the amish but what the amish do is they adopt certain types of technology for the purpose of sales right so let's say you go to a uh, an amish grocery store since it's their career they're okay installing refrigerators they get all you know they they actually do the slaughtering of the animals and stuff like that but they'll put it in a freezer 
because it's going to uh, it's going to give them money. And then, but they don't live their life that way. They wouldn't buy a steak out of a out of a refrigerator because they don't want to rely on it for for a living. But they'll do it to um, to sell stuff to the so so called English, which is what they call us. How the weird is it going the, the to be English. when the what? the English? So so they've they've in, you know they have cash registers. They have refrigerators. They have electricity. How long before, like this whole Walmart um, smartphone checkout process, before the Amish stores have to have a smart app? Well, I, I, I say that they go whole hog and uh, just commit fully to cyborg horses. So they kill they they kill they kill two birds with one stone. Imagine them like on horses all day trying to deliver shit. They're like, <laughs> well, you know, we got we're trying to compete with the drones. I don't know why that made me very depressed. <laughs> what the cyborg horses are just no, the horse not the cyborg horses are cool. Like from Vampire Hunter D, those those are pretty badass. If they're like that, they're badass. But just the uh, the Amish essentially having to try to adapt and adopt more. But I'm sure they fail miserably. Although maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like it's all it's all just vanishing down the tubes. Yeah, we're like 3D printing houses, and they're like, we can still build it with our hands. And we're like, yeah, that's nice, but it's not 3D printed. And they're like, well, we've made it with our hands. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's not like pixel perfect. I want my house to be pixel perfect. If you make it with your hands, then it's not going to be pixel perfect. Like it's, there's certain amounts of things that are going to look stranger and stranger as we replace them with robots. Here's a question. And I saw, once again, I saw a headline, but I did not read anything about it. But when you said, um, building houses like with 3d printing houses mm-hmm. uh the, like, it, it was, the headline was just posing a question like why does like uh concrete that we're currently using like that modern man uses not stand up nearly as much as like there there are some like greek uh monuments well, the, that the, use concrete that are like have been standing there for you know millennia well it's the roman concrete but it's it's also roman because, concrete, because me. they're um uh, one, they had slave labor making it. Um, but but besides that, is that the the Rome the, the Roman con- concrete is not concrete is not concrete. Um, the the Roman concrete actually used um, a different chemical reaction for its curing process. I mean, like you know, it, it, you have your different components, but it, one one of the, one of the characteristics of Roman concrete is that effectively it gets stronger as it gets wet. So as it, like, if if it's in a humid environment, effectively the structure, the, the, it 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 it's a strong it's a stronger mix, you know that and um, they they had a so is as my brain without having fucking wait I'm trying to do this without looking at Wikipedia so you give me a break but the we have to do a different process. You know, it's like one of the, like they talk about, like, actually, because, like, concrete production is one of the biggest contributors to fucking, like, some of the client, you know, like, the gas, you know, like, you talk about, like, chips and stuff like that and petroleum production, everything like that, but concrete production itself is one of the biggest contributors. I heard it was cow farts. That's, that's from, that's from poopy fart. Well, actually, that and all the mammoth. I heard it was cow farts. That and all the mammoth shit that's thawing out in the tundra up in the Arctic as the fucking weather systems start collapsing. I heard it was cow farts. 
Yeah, you heard a lot of things. I heard it was I, a myth. I heard that. No, it's. I don't believe it is. I heard that the methane gas that is emitted from uh, industrial farming is much worse for the ozone than the CO2. It's actually a stronger. It's it's a greenhouse gas that captures more. Uh, it captures more of the um, whatever the greenhouse effect is. It's the light, right? The light bounces yes. back. I was talking about global warming in general. I heard that it was a myth. Myth. Oh, that global warming is a myth. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> okay, actually, yes. So specific, well, but specifically as we look at fucking Roman, so uh, Roman cement had a different has a different you know it's kind of in a similar family to how Portland cement works or concrete. Uh, Roman. Well, all, everyone's all, familiar with that. Yeah. So. Well, no. Por, por, Portland, <laughs> por, Portland cement is the primary binder in concrete. Okay. Most modern concrete. I got um, a question though. Okay. Is, do we really want it to last longer? Like, if you're a guy and you're tearing up somebody's driveway, do you want that driveway to be so fucking hard that you can't chisel it? Well, no, but do you I'm, want a foundation I, 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 to be no, so no, strong re- that the really, wrecking really, ball really gets where, hurt? Where, where he, where I think where Wade is going is more like we have fucking bridges that are literally rotting in in in, in place, mm-hmm. or you have buildings in China that fucking just literally that fall over because mm-hmm. they they cheap. But um, all all concrete. Just rebar it, it. Well, even that doesn't. The rebar, the rebar is a covering up for weakness in the concrete. It'll itself. hold it. All you need is rebar. Um, I got a. That was uh, the first rebar. draft of the Beatles hit. All you need is love. All you need, all, all <laughs> is actually all you, all you need is rebar. <laughs> all you need is rebar. Um, the, you know the again that goes to the slave labor thing. Uh, Roman concrete. Uh, it's instead of sand, they used volcanic ash. Oh, okay. That, so actually, it's also a composition. Actually, yeah. Thing. So in the, not, but the a, vulca- not necessarily a process. The thing. volcanic ash basically, um, it's like how if you have a crack in metal, if you, the way one of the things that you do is stop metal, like if you have a crack in cast iron or something like that, is you drill the ends of the crack, so you break the stress you break the stress riser, because the 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 volcanic ash is such a fine grain, it effectively stops any cracks, like any. Any crack that forms in Roman concrete effectively stays a micro crack. It never propagates to an actual full. Can it stop a crack, Santa? Well, I mean, <laughs> nothing can I, stop. I think, a crack I, think fly, Santa. I think flying into a concrete wall will always stop a crack, Santa, <laughs> just so that he can rise again <laughs> from the ashes, like a phoenix, a it's, really shoddy, a really shoddy up phoenix, instead cracked of, out phoenix. Instead of reindeer, crack Santa has like. Like four chihuahuas that are attached with shoelaces, and they they're not even they're, chihuahuas. Like they're they're a mishmash of like muddy looking dogs, and they're they're not actually pulling the gyrocopter. They're just hanging underneath it as he flies. None of the dogs are actually his. He just started feeding them, and they won't. Leave. Yeah, they're just wonky as fuck too. They're just just looking at they're all weird. Super nice though. Very Super, very very friendly. Very nice dogs, but food aggressive. Not surprisingly. <laughs> They're super nice dogs. Just stay away from their. <laughs> stay away from their when they're eating. Just leave them alone. And none of them has a single has has a single front tooth that's in the same fucking plane. <laughs> God damn, we did a fucking number on dogs. Here, we're gonna take an apex predator and warp warp it beyond. <laughs> that's actually like fucking super like. 
dark magic shit. It's like, here, we're going to take an apex predator and make it our friend by, like, deliberately babyfying it. I like how we're okay with that, but if you if you gen- genetically modify a plant, people are like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, is at there, least it still looks like corn. Is there is there petting their fucking pug that Cooper's <laughs> having its eyeballs fall out of its head? Yeah, why is your eyes about to fall out of its head? And, like, it's just you genetically... You stupid shit! It's just you been genetically stupid, modified to have, like, shit. respiratory oh. issues. <laughs> God, your that's face looks just him. like a pug right now. That's, that's how he shows he loves you. <laughs> It is kind of, kind of terrible. Death, death rattles for a pug mean mean I love you. Imagine a couple of wolves like hanging out with one of those like big sloppery dogs. So I mean, like we don't they get just we watch don't, the dog just like, roll what everywhere. The fuck is wrong? No, with they're that just thing. talking with Lick each other. Baby faces. Just, the wolves like I would eat the baby. Why no, are just you like, licking its face? They're just like talking with each other. And it's like you know the whole not having regular meals thing kind of sucks, but. At least Dude, we're not we made bad. out like, we made out like bandits. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, look at that shit. Yeah, but they can't help it. They just can't. What was the movie with the huge dog? He like played the die. piano. Beethoven? Oh, Beethoven. Yeah. Mar- yeah, Saint Bernard's here. <laughs> I built. I built. I built this. We bred this giant dog that has a seven year lifespan. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't. Like, it's like a fuck. Like the only way that this is even remotely fair if it just emerged like from an egg fully sized. You just skip the puppy phase. Yeah, the wolf's like, uh, yeah, good job, good, uh, good luck getting an elk being able to play the piano, asshole. It's like, but look, I can play the piano. Yeah, we don't deserve dogs. We just don't. Mm. Poor dogs. Well, they, they, again, it's like cats. That's why cats are always pissed off. They're God's perfect killing machine. Yeah, cats are weird, we though, because... We shrink them to eight pounds. Yeah, cats are just shrunk, right? Their faces. Cats They're are essentially... Just, yeah, pretty, yes. The physiology, for the most part, is is the same. Like a lion and a, and a house cat, it's not that different. And their they minds are still pretty penises. similar. Like, cats still do fucked up stuff. Dogs are, like, all nice, and they're your friend, and they're nice with your family and your kids. Cats, like... They're, they're still conniving. They they're, refuse. They're vengeful. They, you give them a fucking live animal, and they're like, ah, I'll eat this eventually, but I'll torture it for a while first. They just can't help it. Like Their prey drive is so, so, so high. They just, uh, they just can't help it. But we haven't done nearly as much, um, because I don't think we could, actually. Like We haven't done nearly as much... Uh, you know, this specific, and don't get me wrong, we've done it. There are some, like, genetically. Yeah, there's some weird cats. Like, some bred cats, there's right? There are cat cats, breeds, yeah. but they're not nearly as prominent as dog breeds because mm-hmm. we can't. The cats won't do it. Yeah, they're just they like, fuck, fuck off. Yeah. I'm not just going to go hump another cat. <laughs> yeah. That, that one over there doesn't have hair. I'm not going to hump it. I'm and sorry. E- and even, like, to that point, they're not, they're not going to help you. Like, the cat's just going <laughs> to watch you. Like, something terrible happens to you. They're just like, well, that sucks. I'm out of here. They aren't really helper cats. They're more wow. there for emotional support. That's that's why Crack Santa has so many. That's true. <laughs> Actually, Crack Santa is just a head composed on an overcoat full of cats. <laughs> now, I feel like we could talk about cats and dogs forever, but uh, we're about halfway through. And Wade, you said something very interesting uh, before uh, we started recording about... A game that was expected to be shit, and it is not shit. What is this game? Okay, so as we've 
I've stated on here a lot of times the Call of Duty franchise, um, which is so like dude broish, and it's the same game. It's a first person shooter, team based. Most of the, it's used to have. It's I think they're they're doing away with the um, single player campaign. Mm-hmm. So now it's just multiplayer. Just multiplayer. Which the reality is that's all that the vast play. majority of people like the single player campaign. People stopped paying attention after I'd say Modern Warfare Two, which was like seven or eight years ago. Um, but the the numbers have been sliding. It's kind of like Madden, where like the the core fan base is just gonna buy it every year, regardless of how shit it is and how trash it is. Although those numbers have been trending down. Mm-hmm. Um, why why are they trending down? Because it's just the same game, and it's it's is it there's, because another game has been taking over. Um, or no, not necessarily like another game per se that's been taking over. Like it always battled Battlefield, which mm-hmm. is a similar game. But more of a realistic shooter, but Battlefield never did the numbers that Call of Duty did. No matter what they tried to do, and if they put out a superior game, which a lot of I think Battlefield like four was a superior game, right? Um, and they just Call of Duty didn't innovate. They used like the same like engine that they've been using since like it was on like you know the 360, like mm-hmm. the, like the last generation before. So this the graphics one. are about the same. Yeah, you know they're just not. They just haven't done anything to innovate their product at all um but they released they they said to a massive i would say eye roll to the gaming community oh we're gonna do it we're gonna have a battle royale mode and it's like oh god you're gonna copycat and it's gonna be complete trash you can't do it it's gonna look like shit and it's gonna you can't call of duty it's so like cartoony and non-realistic that you can't really do a battle royale game and you're talking really about like what most people would call a Fortnite ripoff. Fortnite and PUBG specifically, I would say, because Fortnite has this building aspect to it that no other game has. Right, right, right. Um, so it makes it a little bit of a different game. So the beta came out on PlayStation like four, four or five days ago and on Xbox and PC um, two or three days ago, I believe. And it's, I haven't played it because I am not going to buy a Call of Duty game anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm done with the franchise. They've mm-hmm. not innovated at all. I'm going to buy it. I'm literally going to buy the game because anyone that pre ordered it got access to the beta uh-huh. and got access to this mode called Blackout, which is their Battle Royale. It's beautiful. Uh, so it's the new Call of Duty, but Battle Royale is, is, is a mode. It's a mode, but it's only was it only available to the pre-orders? You the uh you could only play the blackout beta if you pre-ordered. Oh. So, but what you have now is this massive shift. So, it dropped everyone thought it was going to be hot trash because it's Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And like you've got a lot of these top streamers like Shroud and Dr. Disrespect who are a um, you know, they were Fortnite and PUBG guys, mm-hmm. but the problem with PUBG is specifically on console, but really on PC as well. <clears throat> the frame rates suck. Like they're, they're really? terrible. It's choppy. The graphics are kind of trash because so much of the resources are going into the physics engine right. and well, maintaining the, the, a gigantic well, world with a hundred people in it. Mm-hmm. You know what well, I mean? That, and, um, he, I, I, I can't remember the, thing, the dude's name, but like the, the PUBG dude. Shroud? Yeah, but him and his crew have always been fucking infamous for 
shit optimization. Like the You're thing that the developer, right? Yeah, but but no, but, shrouds a shrouds a streamer. Are you yeah. talking about Blue Hole? Are you talking about Player Unknown? The guy, the guys who actually do make PUBG. the developer. Yeah, Blue Hole is about. the developing company. Player Unknown is the guy that created the mod, the Arma mod that was Daisy. Um. But like player well, unknown is the is the is the guy that essentially developed you, the mod you, well, that became you know, the battle royale. And the thing is, wait, PUBG and um or player unknown and Fortnite are both built on the Unreal Engine. They are. Yeah, it's like they've just and the thing is is that they support similar freaking play no numbers idea. and I had stuff no like idea that. They were running the same graphics engine. It's just that player unknown is so absolutely you know. It, it, they spent more time fighting with people about why why they're ripping their what ripping their idea off than actually like fixing the fucking product. Which is a fucking joke, by the way. And yeah. the thing is, is that I'm not surprised that fuck. I'm I'm totally not surprised that because uh, it's is it Dice? Who does? Uh, no, Dice is uh, EA, right? is um, EA, which is Battlefield. This is mm-hmm. I think it's uh, Treyarch. Okay. Is the developing company well? They like it's weird because how the Call of Duty franchise is. They have like two major. Um, they have Sledgehammer and Treyarch or something like that. They have like two two developing companies. Like one takes one one year, one takes one yeah, the so other they, year. They, they alternate because it, t- it takes it takes a shit ton of time. But that being said, you've got now this um, this battle royale which looks like PUBG but polished. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how the physics engine works, if it's similar or not, but you've got this running at 60 frames locked per second on a console. There's no glitches, really. There's no crashes. Right. And you've got a lot of these streamers now that are like, which is also going to be an interesting market because Call of Duty was pretty much a strictly console game. You didn't have a ton of PC gamers. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know. Now you've got PC streamers playing it on PC. They played it on PlayStation 4 because it's the only place that you can get it at first. Mm-hmm. The, but they're like now playing on PC. I think it's going to be done. I think it's going to be the end of PUBG. I think when this releases, no one's going to have to deal with the bullshit anymore and the right. shitty optimization and the, sh- and the shitty way it runs. And you now have a viable um, replacement to PUBG. You know, like I said, I don't know what how do the you think it'll do to the Fortnite. Fortnite, Market. it's going to take a chunk. I think it's going to take a chunk because you have a lot of people getting frustrated with Fortnite. But it's also it's also a different it's also a different style of ex- the Fort Fort. You know, like again, if they go in all if they if they kind of explore that building mechanic a yeah. little more. Yeah. So like some interesting things, um, interesting aspects of the uh, Call of Duty one. I don't know if it's one specific area, but what I would like to see. So Call of Duty has like the zombies mode. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's like a four-player multiplayer um, where hordes and hordes of zombies come in, and you're like, there's four people trying to, like, flip switches and figure out, like, the... Kind of like a cooperative... Yeah, cooperative survival type of Mm -hmm. thing. And the zombies are constantly coming in, more and more zombies with different types of, you know, uh, types of zombies that do different things. Some are really fast, some crawl, some, like, are bombs. But they... The Call of Duty, since uh, World at War, I think, is when the first zombie mode came out. That they've been known for that. Mm-hmm. So what was kind of badass, I uh, was watching Shroud play, I think, with Lyric, who's another pretty famous um, streamer. Well, A, there are fucking air vehicles in the in the Battle Royale, which in... Oh, wow. So, like, that's really... In PUBG, they have just cars. Like, you can get on a little mini helicopter and take it. You can get yeah. it in a dump truck. So that was pretty cool. But 
they set down on this like graveyard mm-hmm. to try and like loot the place, and all of a sudden these zombies just start rising out of the ground, no shit, and, like going after them. So, so was, they brought the zombies into the battle royale. Yeah. Wow. So what happens in PUBG? They have these things called red zones mm-hmm. where. It's a random bombing, so you got to kind of go inside the houses until the bombs kind of clear out so mm-hmm. you don't get blown up potentially. Yeah. But what I would like to see them do, because I don't know if this has been, if this is where the zombies, I want to see zombie zones where all of a sudden a portion of the map that you're in turns yeah. purple or yeah. black or whatever, and zombies just start randomly rising up from the from the grave to try and attack you, which yeah. kind of would make the, the, the combat interesting. Because if you're in a firefight with somebody, right. and now all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit! Now we have to contend with zombies as well. Mm-hmm. We have to watch out for that. So I, I think it would be a really, really, really cool thing if if that's what the zombies turn into in the the battle royale mode. Um, wow! So helicopters and zombies. Well, and, and it's funny that this actually again it, we get into the the as technology advances and stuff like that because this is not the first iteration of this game. It's just that like the internet has just gotten a lot better. Because um, I don't know if you ever played, tr- like, so there, back when um, Sierra was still, like, an actual going concern, you know, and again, like, it's, it's you know, like, you, you, you talk about just, like, the time capsule, because there was, there was a game on the PC called Tribes. I remember, uh, I never played Tribes, but I do remember the, I do remember the name. So, um, they tried to do this whole expanded, like, sci-fi universe so they had they had, they had these uh they had these mech games called uh earth siege and then they had that they had it they had like the last one that they did was called star siege and it was this my multiplayer thing and i guess where this gets into it is this was just on the cusp of when broadband actually became widely available but um star star siege and tribes big claim to fame was that um at the time like these guys were fucking wizards as far as netcode goes, so you'd have sixty-four player servers with pe- like the majority of the people on dial-up, and it was actually like fucking, like an, an actual like re- really playable first-person shooter. But Tribe's big thing was is that you had um, it was a um char- you so you had char- you had you had character classes, so you'd have like a heavy weapons guy, you'd have a like, like Battlefield, right? Well, for but, those that like, but you'd didn't also play do, tribes. Yes, but but you'd also do custom builds of each. So like, you might have a scalp, you have, you have a skirmisher, you have something like that. So you had basically, the the whole deal with tribes was that you had power armor and you had different classes of power armor, but you also could customize the thing. And it wasn't like a fixed thing because if you could get back to base, you could actually change as long as you, your team had the stuff for it, you could actually change the build on the fly to do responsive stuff. And, like, when they did Tribes 2, you know, like, you had 120-something people games going on simultaneously. But the thing was is that it was, you know, like, it wasn't building, but you had, you know, it, it, it's, again, it's it, it's interesting to see these mechanics kind of evolve over time. Well, what you could do then and what you can do now, you know what I mean? You know, but, yeah, and, I, again, like, just as you get to revisit that tech, because, like, Tribes 2, you actually had, like, fucking mobile. So you had vehicle, you know, like, in Tribes and Tribes 2, you actually had vehicles, so you'd have, like... You could rec- you could like you could actually effectively build gunships because you have like four heavy guys with fucking uh, machine gun you know like the the big like Gatling guns come by and just swath on a guy's base while you're trying to take it. But with Tribes Two, you had stuff where like you could actually build mobile command centers. So you had a base outside your base 
that you could do like position you could sneak around and like basically do invasions into enemy territory to take because it's still it's it the 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 battle the the new thing with the battle royale is that the battlefield actually gets smaller as the game goes. Yes, on. yeah. As as the game progresses, the the area shrinks mm-hmm. down. You, if you're outside the area, you take damage, and as the game progresses, the damage you take once once whilst outside the area becomes significantly more. I remember uh, <clears throat> uh, when when Minecraft was at its peak. I remember there being a mod for it called Hunger Games, and I remember that being very popular in Minecraft. The main difference with Minecraft, of course, is that it really doesn't have any good projectile weapons. Like, you can steal the crossbow from, a, like, a skeleton. That's about it. They really don't have a lot of projectile weapons. But the other problem with Minecraft is that, and I really think this is a huge failure on Microsoft and, uh, and Mojang's part, is that they don't adopt mods. They yeah. don't bring them into their base offering. They well, don't have like a universal, this will always be compatible mod uh, mod engine. For which people. is unfortunate because if you look at, they're not, they've not taken any, any like history. Look at Counter-Strike. That was yeah. a, that was a Half-Life mod. And it's arguably, it's arguably one of the biggest, most impactful first person shooters of all time. As far as competitive gaming goes and e-gaming, like Counter-Strike was was the first and and with minecraft the mods are really what have made it so popular over the years but you you waste a lot of developer time when an update comes out and you have to completely rewrite it from scratch you know it you lose that part of the community now what's interesting with this with this news and so everyone loves blackout it's the new hit it's going to be the PUBG killer now what i'm waiting for what i'm anticipating I do believe that, and we talked about this a little. We we, we talked about this game several podcasts ago. Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. I do believe they also were developing a um, battle royale mode. Now here's the nuances between because a lot of people say, "Oh, Battlefield Five, um, Call of Duty, same game, not the same game." Battlefield Five, uh, although it's action. Uh, typically, is is there, it's less action packed. It's less it's lower kill per minute. Has a significantly higher skill cap. A and B has destructible, like destructible buildings. Oh, the, the physics engine on Battlefield Five is significantly more involved as far mm-hmm. as bullet drops and things like that. I personally feel that Dice slash EA could get themselves out of the massive hole that they that they put themselves in with with shitty PR mm-hmm. and really poor decisions from the top on on some of the the PR moves that they made recently if they came out with the battle the battle royale mode it would be the perfect marriage it would be like so like PUBG you, you could say okay well we've got more realistic guns and bullet drop and it's a more realistic shooter when you say bullet drop what is, what is so that like mean? when you're if I'm shooting so if Trace you were standing out in a field and I had a rifle um, if you were standing a hundred yards away, I'd have to aim. I could probably just aim at your forehead with my scope so it, and it, hit you in the, the forehead. The, traje- the accuracy of the trajectory of the bullet. Correct. Yeah. Because gravity is pulling on the bullet as it travels. Right. And it's got wind drag and things like that. Okay. So, uh, actually, you know, something you you would probably it, you know, bullet speed as well. Like the, the speed of the bullet also sure. plays a major role. I think that Battlefield Five, if they were to be able to come out with a just as polished version of their battle royale of a battle royale game, that would be the end all because that would be the perfect merger between PUBG and their realistic guns and their mm-hmm. realistic physics. 
and the polished, well-running um, Call of Duty. Plus, you've got, I mean, plus the added stuff is, whereas Fortnite, you build structures and things like that. In Battlefield, you can fucking blow through walls. You can right. literally take buildings down. Right. Um, which has not been done in, in anything. Like, all the, the environment is destructible. Right. So, uh, yeah, usually the maps are solid, right? I mean, you. Yeah, the structures are solid, and in Call of Duty and in, uh, in PUBG, the only thing you can destroy are doors. Like I know with Fortnite, like the floors can fall through and stuff, right? Yeah, you can dig down through. Fortnite's similar to like uh, Minecraft, where you can like dig down into the ground, and I mean, there's a base level you can't go past, obviously, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. you can destroy all the houses and things like that. But admittedly, so Fortnite's very cartoony. It is. Yeah, Battlefield is super realistic now do you think that there's enough demand for that like the like you said the more accurate bullet drops the maps that can really be destroyed but they're more realistic do you think that there's that the, that the demand is really out there as far as the target audience the people that are going to play battle royale games like PUBG, mm-hmm. absolutely yeah like those guys it's the kind of the perfect marriage of it all it's realistic physics realistic gunplay um Paired with tight uh, mechanics, and I mean, honestly, I think it's the perfect marriage. If they could pull it off, it could turn everything around for Dice. It could, they could finally, but I don't think they're going to because I think the public perception of Dice, or not Dice, but EA in general, is so so bad right now. They just, they really fucked up. They yes, really they really fucked up. You don't tell, and we've talked about this before with the SJW stuff. Battlefield Five is coming out. It's a World War Two setting. In the trailer, they've got a female with like a mech arm type of thing, like fighting the Germans. And oh, they're so people got so fucking pissed over. They got that bent nonsense. about it being a female, which I think is kind of a joke because it's like who cares if it's male or female? Plenty of players customize their characters to be females in game, like their personal avatars. But people were like, "Well, this is not you know you were supposed to be historically accurate." Battlefield, that that's your one thing. Like you're always accurate. This like female with the fucking mech armor in World War Two is not accurate. And instead of saying like, I don't know what they could have done at that point, but what they did was the wrong thing. I just can tell you what they did wrong. And the the guy that that I, was it wasn't their C was it wasn't their CEO right? No, a high ranking guy at uh, EA was like, if you don't like it, then don't buy it. Yeah, what, you know was what, I mean? uh, what was the phrase he used? Oh, what was the phrase? Get, I don't remember get something or whatever yeah, that it was like get was. educated. He essentially was saying like there are plenty of women in combat and this and that back in World War Two, and you're just not educated on the subject. And if you don't like that and you're not educated, we don't want you to buy our product anyway. And it's like, man, you're really fucking you're really you really are misjudging your audience. <laughs> like the, the people that buy your games uh, are probably not the most woke people. Woke, that's what he said. Get woke. Oh yeah, get woke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get so woke, go broke. Yeah, get woke, go broke is what the slogan turned out to be. <laughs> because unfortunately, Battlefield Five's pre-orders are at, at like an all-time low. Right. But they also they also uh, a lot of that as well as from fucking the whole Star Wars. Yeah, the, they, the fucking, I mean that's d- true. D- dice, they, dice, dick the dog on that so bad. Yeah, like, they, they really. They, that's yeah, true. What happened with Star Wars? So Battlefront Two came out, which is like a first person or third person shooter um, mm-hmm. that Star Wars licensed, licensed to make, and they've done some great games um, until they implemented the uh, 
pay-to-win structure in the form of oh. loot boxes. Oh, yes, yes. So yes, that's yes. that was yeah, that was a major hit, but so people were already pissed off at EA, but to come out and then tell people like, well, you know, don't buy it. We don't want you to we don't want you playing it anyway if that's how you feel. GTFO. Yeah, they essentially I don't think they'll be able to come back from it because I I hope the battle royale battle mode comes out, but I just I don't think I think they've gone too far, and people are really 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 like pumped about this blackout this Call of Duty uh, blackout mode. I th- I think what we need is for Blizzard to do one in StarCraft's universe. That would be interesting. Blizzard has they're coming out with the new Diablo franchise in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Diablo Four? Yeah, that I'm not sure what that's going to be, but they haven't. So the last big game that they've had is Overwatch, right? That's like their last. Yeah, well, because originally they were supposed to be doing a successor to World of Warcraft that was t- called Titan. Yeah, Titan is and what they, Overwatch became eventually, they, they, but it they, was they, massively they, changed. They re, they rescoped re- the entire project. But I, th- I, I, I would really dig, because you know, like even that, you know, whether the, whether they're ever going to commit to the bid or not, because um, you know, Ghost was supposed to be like a squad, like a squad level, first person, you know, like a first person tactical shooter, anyways. Right. But if they, you know, like that, they've got, they've got, you know, like if you did Overwatch as an actual, like, like you know, like basically. The Marines fucking tra- the Mar- you know like the Marines facing overwhelming hordes of Zerg, or you know, you, even the mon- you know like basically you have you have three factions with completely different units. You yeah, have the unit fucking balance pretty much worked out already. If you just recontextualize that to instead of you controlling an army, you're an individual player within that group trying to fucking assault the you know assault the collective there. I think it would be awesome, but my concern head. is. Um, because there are so many different units, uh, a balance balancing issues would probably be difficult, I would imagine. And we're you're we're now also getting away from a battle royale type of scenario, which I think battle royale is kind of uh, in the limelight right now and is a very popular mode. Because I think we had too much of the Call of Duty. Essentially, is what what what. You know, where you're constantly respawning or there's only short respawn time. So, like, a death is not as permanent in-game and there's not as much value in it. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you, if I'm playing a game and if I die, that's it. That's the end of that game. I'm going to be significantly more careful and it's going to make – it heightens everything. So, like, last night, Greg and I – shout out, Pantless. Last night, Greg and I were playing PUBG on Xbox and um, we had a chicken dinner. We won. We were playing duos and they're – 100 people, 50 teams. We were the last team standing. And dude, it was yeah, like the heart was pumping and the the, mm-hmm. the endorphins are pumping and the adrenaline's pumping. You don't get that from a Call of Duty match. You just don't. Right, Even right. a close one, maybe close to that, but it's like it, in a Call of Duty match, you're fighting you're you're against 10 other people or even against 50 other people. You kill you you kill them, they come back. Mm-hmm. This, you kill them, they don't come back. That's it. They're done. Right. It's the finality of it, and I think that's kind of why it's evolved into what it has. Do you remember what was the one where it was you versus the team of monsters? Was it evolve? Evolve, evolve. yeah, that was like, Valve. Valve well, no, did but, evolve. 
was it valve because i thought no they they had the mod and then somebody actually made a real game out of it and like activision got involved and they fucking like i'm pretty sure did pre-order would... dlc and all sorts of like fucking evil shit because it was it was supposed to be it was, it was like super promising and then the publisher stuck uh, turtle their... turtle rock studios published by 2k games okay oh. yes yes there was no there was a mod but uh, yeah, evolve turned it evolve turned into a total poop show. But like, cause it, I think I think that the, I Left think for th- dead was the valve one. Oh, okay, gotcha. But the, okay. I, I I think I think that that's a framework that Blizzard could could make a lot of hay with. You know, yeah, like, like the Blizzard, asymmetrical. Yes, you know, yeah. like you, you know, like you, you have the you. I mean, like you have your mixed because the thing is, is like you know, and again, like Starcraft, it, it, it's it's maybe it's a more complicated play, but you know, like they. But the thing is, is that I yeah, I fucking finish this. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> How likely is it Blizzard's going to make another game when they're making so much? Like when they're going to get the sign off to make another game when they're making so much money from fucking add-on bits for Overwatch or. World of Warcraft. Or they just or, keep yeah. rebranding newer versions of the game. Like Blizzard is is one that doesn't get dinged a lot. Mm-hmm. That being said, Overwatch was an original idea. That was a new IP, and it's been it's about four years old now. I think well, it's a new IP. It's not it's it's a it's not a new game, but they just polished they, they polished, polished the, the fuck shit out of it, it, though, dude. Like yeah, like because so I hear a lot of people describe games. They use this. IP. Are you talking like intellectual property when you say that? What does IP yes. mean in the yep. case? Okay. A new a new intellectual property. So gotcha. like the first of a franchise, if you will. Gotcha. Now for those like me that have no idea what Overwatch is, um, I've heard a lot about it. Um, I have a coworker and for a while he was doing an esports uh, podcast. And for those that don't know what esports is, it's the idea that you can have uh, teams um with uh, with fan bases and stadiums and stuff like that for competitive gaming. And, of course, the Battle Royale hasn't been as successful when it comes to like selling stadium uh, seats, but he kept mentioning Overwatch. Why would that be something? To, like, Tell me what the premise of this is. Okay, Why would so Overwatch-, Overwatch is a, they call it a hero shooter, but essentially it's a uh, first-person MOBA. A MOBA is a massive all online, multi- massive online, uh- Massive online battle arena. Battle arena. Okay. So, have you ever heard of League of Legends or? Um, oh, actually, there. Yeah, let's go back to that after we have this discussion will, of fucking riots. Okay. Uh, League of Legends and what was the? So they had defense. The well, actually, the, the original one is actually it was a mod for Warcraft Three called Defense of the Ancients. Yes. Which then DOA Dota. Dota Dota and Dota Two is like the the League of Legends. So these are we'll, we'll get back to Dota and Dota Two, but those are the origins, and we'll go uh-huh. we'll, we'll go back to them. We will visit. So what the objective is essentially mm-hmm. what you have you have two teams, and typically it's a uh, a King of the Hill type of thing. So you have a sector you want to defend, mm-hmm. um, and each team can select whichever hero they want, but they can only have one hero per team. Uh, that has and each hero does has specific and very vastly different mechanics. Um, Smite is similar to this, but it's a little more symmetric. Um, so let's say that uh, you know 
Overwatch is cool because they like completely personalize each one. Like they're not even like a like oh like they're kind of a front line, but they can do other other things. So let's say Winston is like this character they they created. He's like this ape with like a super advanced brain, so he speaks English and stuff like that. Okay, and you said he's the hero. He's a hero. And is the hero who everybody's fighting for? No. So there's not. There are multiple heroes. So everyone gets to pick a hero essentially. So everyone gets to pick a hero to fill a role to ensure that the team wins. Okay. So the again, and this kind of like there's some terminology that if you weren't if you weren't around when they changed over, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So the concept of the hero generally in most multiplayer games, you played a mook. Like, you know, like, because originally... Yeah, so, like, yeah, think yeah. of Counter-Strike. Remember, we, you said that the, all the different skins, but really, it's the same fucking dude. It's the same Just whatever guy. weapon you buy, that's how you play. Right, exactly. This so, is, like, this is... A, we call it a hero because you select Winston. You have... You can only use the win, the, the weapons that Winston has mm-hmm. at his disposal. There's no customizing his attacks or anything like that, but... That's how you play, but it's but it's it's a similar premise to like a team fortress, right? Where you select, you have a role, well, no, kind but, of, but it's not it's not specific to a mission. It's specific to these powers or whatever. What? So, team in, in team fortress, you have you have your like five classes. Mm-hmm. Um, in in a hero game, you still have like basically people who it's like a Venn diagram. So you have a you have your five classes, but you have different overlaps based on how that like it's a hybrid build. So you may not have like a medic. You, have a, you may have a medic that also has like a, 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 a separate set of abilities, and really the whole strategy of your team is kind of optimized around. Okay, I, I've decided to fill this specific role. I can't necessarily just go around and fucking throw mm-hmm. massive heals out. I may actually we may have to play in a different style. And there are also people out there who deliberately fucking you know like do the paper you know the rock paper scissor thing, mm-hmm. who will deliberately fucking cut me cut me out of the running. Or neutralize my neutralize whatever makes me like an ad- advantage to my team. Yeah. So like, let's say like Trace, um, you are really good at support. Like you're really good at, su- at a support build. So like a healer or a medic in Team Fortress. The mercy or the mercy or yeah, mercy will fucking murder all of you. So let's say like that's like that's what you you really excel at, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So there's this one character, Mercy, that like she's super heavy on heals. Like she can revive people that die. Oh, okay. She's just like that's she's essentially the ultra ultra medic. But the other team knows that you're really good at that. Sure. So they ban you from using that character because each team gets a gets a ban. They get to ban who oh, you can and can't select. Okay. So here's the deal. There are other characters that heal. They don't heal as strong as Mercy. So your play style will have to be altered. Like there's a Jeez, there's one yeah. that'll say, okay. He can heal kind of. He heals a decent amount, but he's really more about movement, fast-paced movement, and shooting. Like, you have to actually kill people uh, in order to be an effective, to play this character effectively. It kind of reminds me, and I don't know sports that well, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Blitz, right? Isn't it something that you can only use, like, like certain times when it comes to a uh, game? And, and, like, two-hand touch? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so what they're doing is they're deciding to take a strategy and the other team has to change their strategy on the fly, right? Because they don't know. No, you don't know what the other team's going to ban like in competitive play. And it's every time that the match starts, right? The match begins. So you get to pick you pick one ban. 
You you pick. Uh, how does it typically work, Gunner? Does each team get one ban or I no? Believe I believe it's yeah. usually one. Each team gets one ban. Each it's, team it's, gets it's, one character to it's, ban. It's it's so if really really good at playing against a team without a strong healer. Then they're going to just keep banning and banning and yeah. banning, and then the other team has to change their strategy or work towards a strategy. It's almost like you got to practice over and over yes. and over with each character being banned. It, so it's a lot like competitive sports. So that makes yeah. sense why it was why it's so popular at a stadium because it really, it, because it, you have to know all of the intricacies of these characters, of the teams, of how good these players are. It sounds like way more interesting than just watching two people in a battle royale. Yeah, it's not like and and the characters are they call them heroes because their skill set is so specific. Okay. Like but then you'll find someone who plays it, like who will play a mercy. That's like some fucking crazy death dealer that like just yes. finds ways to kill people. They kill people with even a healer. though she's just for the most part when she was rolled out, she was just the ultimate healer, the ultimate right. support. But like it's like the knife kills in in like in like yes. a, a Counter Strike. Some people did it for fun. Some people just were really good at doing knife kills. And yeah, and it's kind of the element of surprise in that case, right? Because nobody anticipates the kill. Um, um, from the knife, they, right. they certainly don't anticipate you. Know, Ninety well, percent of somebody's killed. You'd from be a knife. fucking insane to like in a game like Counter Strike to just run around with a knife. Just like you'd be fucking insane to take some super heavy, heavy healer class to go offensive and like push the push the offense and push the pace. That's interesting, you know. And I, I used it's it's. I, I'm glad that you used that analogy with the healer because I used to play. Um, I used to play competitively uh, deathmatch, and there was one guy that played with us, and he had a really slow laptop that he worked from, which meant his frame rate was too slow to do face to face combat. So instead, what he would do is he would find the C4 in the map. And he'd put the C4 in certain areas of the map, and he'd blow people up. Now, it doesn't sound that creative. It almost sounds like 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 he's he's bad at the game. But the reality was, I used to play um, the Half-Life Deathmatch. Blowing somebody up with C4 in the Half-Life Deathmatch was very rare. And it's because so many of the other weapons could go around corners or through walls that the C4 was the last thing anybody went for. And he was very, very accurate with it. And you also had no ability to see through the walls. So you had to have the timing just right. You had to observe people's actions. So if he was on your team, you knew you were going to get at least five kills from C4. And you'd never get that. So you'd go and look at the stats board. And your team would be number one in C4 kills. And it looks crazy when you're going and looking at the stats. Um, same goes in that game was the crowbar. It was a very, very rare kill was with the crowbar. Um, but exact same thing. So yeah, that sounds interesting. So so talk. To, tell me a little bit more about the the the, the gameplay because what you said is it was really an you know it was a, it was a, a polished original idea. Tell me what makes Overwatch so polished and so original over over the other games. This is tough because I and you I hear you repeat that what I said and, and there's no real original idea. Overwatch. Um, even if it's just the characters, I mean the care. I mean the characters are just this original. Like they they created they literally just created this world mm-hmm. um, where there's this conflict between two factions. There's like the good guys and the bad guys, and the bad guys used to be the good guys that were just like we've been rejected by society and we've been disbanded. Well, now we're going to be terrorists. Um, so essentially, it is like counter terrorists and terrorists. Talk about like some of these characters because you said one of so them like looks Winston's like a gorilla like or this, something. This ape, this giant um, gorilla who was like experimented on, and he's like super smart, like he's genius. Um, 
and he plays more. He plays as like a, he's kind of like a debuffer until he, he uses an ultimate. So each character also has an ultimate. So they have like usually a, like a super attack, like a super attack. Um, yeah. They got to like, charge it up, or they can only well, use it once re- per game, really, or something. Really, it's it where kind of this has gone. Because um, I don't think I don't think leagues or leaguer did that either. But it it, it really like brought the fighting game mechanic. Into, really? into a shooter. Well, that was so, my like, first thought was yeah, like Smash Brothers when well, you guys started you, talking. You know, because you, do, you have your hard counters. You know, like you have your tech. You have like mist. You have like mystery tech, as it's referred to, like how you use how you apply a character and their move set. And it's also like you have to have at least three that you can fucking wreck with because you will you will be you will be screwed at a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah. so like I play Smite because Smite's free to play, mm-hmm. and that's on console and it's on PC. Similar thing. So mm-hmm. they have gods. They have a, the pantheon. So they have like they have the Greek gods. They have the Roman gods. They have the uh, Nordic gods. They have the Egyptian gods. So and they all there's four or five different classes. There's there's and I'll break them down pretty easily. There's guardian, which is typically your your da- your damage sponge. You know what I mean? They're the guy that kind of takes the abuse. Mm-hmm. You the have tank. yeah the tank or or the healer kind of. You have the hunter who is. A little bit more like a sniper, you know what I mean? They, they can do high high crit, high damage, um, but kind of from a distance. You get them in close, they're fucked. Mm-hmm. You have the assassin, who's kind of a, the flip side. They get in close and do crazy amounts of damage and get out. They have to be fast, though, because they're not really tanky. They'll get whooped. You have the warrior, which essentially is an all-around, like, decent amount of health, decent amount of damage, but nothing really tipping the scale. Then you have the mage, um, which can do a lot of can be a high damage or they can do a lot of crowd control when i say crowd control i think i say like things like you can stun someone or disarm someone or silence someone like kind of like buffs and debuffs or make your team's attack go up or defense go up so um i just forgot where i was going but like so when greg and i play we play smite too when greg and i play smite we're looking Okay, what is our team picking? Because Greg and I know if I need to play a hunter, I can play Medusa. I'm pretty good with Medusa, but I don't really, I'm not really good with any other hunter because I don't really know them and I haven't played them well enough. Because there are literally, I don't know how many gods there are in Smite now. I think there's at least 50. Yeah, it sounds a lot like a fighting game because yeah. like, if you think about like the Street Fighter 2 days, um, there were certain characters that people were really good at and then other characters they weren't. I remember, um, who was the guy that did like the 360 pile driver? That was Zangief. Yeah, Zangief. I remember nobody really choosing him, but holy fuck, if you could pull that move off in the middle of a match, fucking, you dropped the mic, right? I mean, it was a really, really awesome thing to pull off. And uh, I think one of the guy could bounce off of the walls. Uh, Vega. Vega, yeah. He could bounce off of the walls, which no other character could do. So, yeah, it, start, it sounds like that. The interesting part, though, is that it's not hand-to-hand combat, right? This is this is like weapons and stuff, right? Uh, no, because some of the characters are melee damage users. Really? Yeah. Like... So, like uh, Shinji? Or the, 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 what's the samurai dude? Yeah, Genji. Genji. Genji, Genji. is a uh, he's he uses a sword. Um, there's a guy that I'm forgetting now. He's a giant hammer. Okay. Uh, and here and they're two different classes. Like Genji, I would say is more of an assassin. Mm-hmm. His move set is more based on movement, move very quickly, get in, make your attacks, get out. Mm-hmm. Whereas the guy with a hammer, and I'm forgetting his name, he's more Reinhardt. Reinhardt. He's like slow plotting. He can take a fuck ton of damage, but if he get, you know what I mean, he gets you with the hammer, you're gonna you're gonna be in trouble. Right. So uh, 
there's just so many facets of it. And it's very much like a fight, the fighting game where there's attacks, techs, counters, things like that. Um, now, what about the maps? The maps are, let's see, they're kind of set up interestingly. They're typically multi-level, multi, multi-layer mm-hmm. um, to create kind of like this so it's not just like, Everybody running at yeah. each other at once. Smite is one level, one layer, but Smite is more in the the traditional MOBA where unless you're in playing arena, which is one mode of play, there are towers essentially. So that's like okay. another big thing of it that, that Overwatch does not do. Mm-hmm. League of Legends and Dota are essentially what these are just in the first person slash third person viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, those were, there were three lanes typically pretty symmetric um with towers that mm-hmm. would attack you and you had these like minions that would uh that would pop up smite has the minions overwatch there's no minions and minions kind of like are just mindless drones that are heading towards the tower towards sure. the enemy tower to attack it but if mm-hmm. they see you they'll attack you mm-hmm. or they'll attack your enemies if they're minions on your side and it's kind of um the objective is you eventually you essentially destroy the towers so that you can keep going forward because the towers do massive damage to you. Sure. Have the minions and you destroy the towers and slowly but surely advance on the map till you get to the main tower, mm-hmm. the heart of the heart of the enemy base. Destroy that, you win the game. So you can nudge the line one direction and nudge the line the other. So you can get pushed back, or is it all rubble? No, it's once the tower is destroyed, the tower is gone. In Smite, there's something called a phoenix, mm-hmm. which is like a tower, but you destroy it. it like, let's say I just, you and I were playing and we destroyed an enemy Phoenix Tower, but then the enemy kind of got their shit together and they started pushing us back. Their Phoenix will, like, there's a certain time limit. And mm-hmm. it, if the, at the time limit expires, the Phoenix Tower will rebuild itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is kind of a kind of an interesting mechanic that Smite does, does did specifically. Hi-Riz Studios makes Smite. Um, but it's, with Overwatch... There are no towers. It's essentially King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Are there any other modes? Are there, Gunner, that you're aware of? Not that I, I haven't super played it that much. I've played. I've I've played Overwatch a little bit. Um, but it's essentially securing a spot. There's also. I'm sorry. You know what? There's a payload mode. Um, that's actually a pretty major one. So what this mode is, you have a what they call the payload. It'll be a thing on wheels, essentially. Let Let's just. A cart with wheels and, and what your objective is so long as you're on the cart or with the cart mm-hmm. it'll move forward mm-hmm. on a on a set track you want to get it from a to b right it is the objective of the other team to kill all the people around it so that you cannot push the payload forward and right. in fact if the other team gets onto the payload and into the area if there are two teams there it stops if it's just the enemy team the payload starts to inch back okay back on the track so that's another kind of like big you, pretty popular mode that sounds remember? almost sounds like the the escorting of the president or whatever yeah very very do. very similar that yes was, that was so good that was so, so <laughs> the vip good. The yeah VIP they mode, only got yeah. the pistol right everyone else got got all the weapons except the vip got the no, pistol he, he didn't have a pistol he had a, he had a briefcase right did he even have a gun i don't even think he had a gun i think he you had, know he had, I, he had a melee it's, it's been years and, and umbrella. I, I didn't play it much when it was out but yeah um now you said you want to talk about another game and you kind of touched base on it a little bit um, that was similar MOBA or whatever you said. A MOBA. The one that was leading up to it. You said you'd get back to oh, it. Oh, League of Legends and Dota 2. Dota 2 was the original. And Gunner probably knows significantly more about the history than I do. All right. Uh, is that a question? Or is put that, him on uh, the spot. Right, well, the one time you don't know. 
So Dota to Dota, D- well, D- Dota Dota was originally a mod for World of, or, or Warcraft Three. Yes, League of Legends cribbed that whole thing because the cri- made made a knockoff one that ran on shittier PCs. Mm-hmm. But they 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 their big thing was they they were the first people to really do the whole like we're gonna we're gonna load this thing we're gonna load this thing up with shit tons of cosmetics so mm-hmm. you have you have you have your heroes but they have like nine or ten different skins attached to them and that's an additional purchase and that was league of legends free to, league of legends big thing was it was free to play okay you didn't have to buy a game it's you, free to play but you do have to you don't have to you can pay to unlock the heroes but you don't have to you can earn yes. in-game currency to eventually unlock the heroes Okay. The different heroes. And if you want a different, you know, you, you want a different weird one like Star Guardian or something like you, you want a different appearance of them. Now you said like Overwatch, you guys don't play it because it's not free. What what do you no, mean by Overwatch that? Overwatch is $60. It's a, it's a retail game. Oh, okay. Most of these MOBAs are free. But if you guys both went out and bought it, then you, there wouldn't be any recurring costs, right? You guys just both haven't actually bought that game yet? Yeah, I just I, it's not even yet. I'm probably not going to purchase it because I really really enjoy Smite and that's free. Gotcha. Um, I really enjoy Paladins, which essentially is Overwatch just by Hi-Rez Studios. Not as polished, admittedly. However, there are some very, very cool mechanics in Paladins that Overwatch does not have. Um, Paladins is sim- same premise as Overwatch mm-hmm. with the different heroes and whatnot. Um, but in Paladins, they have this weird card system where mm-hmm. so you have the the one of the reoccurring themes in all of these. MOBAs or or hero arena shooters is mm-hmm. the characters have four basic four attacks. They have their their not including their melee attack or whatever. They're they're like standard attack, which is like whether a gunshot or a, a, a an axe swipe or you know a claw swipe. Mm-hmm. You have four abilities, um, and most usually one is a movement. The other is like an area of effect attack, and then they then they have like a direct attack, and then you have your ultimate, which can be very different. In Paladins, you have a card system, so okay. that there are four cards for each, oh, shit. Um, for each ability mm-hmm. that that are can, shared on the team that can no just for the one just for the hero, and you can build your ability up based on the card that you decide to use and how much you sink into into the card, you know, which has a specific. It's it's pretty complex. Is it like the more you win, the stronger that ability becomes. Uh, no. So how it works is, let's say, okay, I use this character called Fernando. He's like this giant knight. He's a tank. He has a huge shield mm-hmm. and a flamethrower lance, mm-hmm. um, which is short range and can't typically really do a lot of damage. He has the flamethrower lance, which is his flamer lance, which is his first his first move. He has a move where he. Uh, Charges forward in a straight line very, very fast to, like, you know, a set distance. Mm-hmm. He has this one move where he fires just a big fire, fireball that blows up when it hits people. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a kind of area effect. And then he has an ultimate, which is he becomes invulnerable for, like, the base is, like, 20 seconds. Okay. Okay. So now, now we're going to get into the cards. Okay. So you can customize this loadout so that the flamer... Uh, uses less fuel, so I can just keep spamming it for longer. Right. Um, but it takes away from some of the other. But yeah. So instead of that, so the card, the so there there might be another card that says, um, you know, the the fuel meter refills faster. 
So right. your reload essentially would be faster. Are the cards like are the cards something that are randomly given out, or do you just get to customize your character every time you play? No, you get you earn the more you win, the more points in, in game points and currency you get, and the better cards typically that you can unlock chests that like better cards come can okay. come. Okay, but you never get to you. They don't allow you to purchase. You can pr- you could purchase keys, mm-hmm. which you can unlock more chests, but you mm-hmm. never ever actually get to buy the card that you want. You and, just have to hope to get it. And once you use it, do you lose it? Nope, nope. You have it oh. permanently. So, so if you, you have some fucking rapid fireball, you have it forever. Yes, that that wow. can be part of your build. So like most Fernando builds are front lines. They tank. They do tons of defense. Mm-hmm. But then you can get these crazy ass wonky fucking builds where it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm not gonna have as many hit points per mm-hmm. se. But I can that charge that I do goes a hundred percent farther, yeah. which means I can close a distance between me and an enemy. And then the fireball that I can that I can the fireball that I can release does like two hundred percent more damage. That's interesting, yeah, because you see Fernando coming and you're like, well, I know exactly how far that he can charge, or I know exactly how powerful this fireball is going to be, and I I know I can withstand it. But you don't expect to get three fireballs, or you don't expect to be charged twice the distance. That really creates a cool element to it. And which game does that? This is Paladins. Paladins. Yeah. And um, what was the the predecessor to these guys that we were talking about? League of Legends and Dota Two. Dota is. Dota. Dota an acronym for something? Defen- well, Dota is, is Defense of the Ancients. Defense is, which of is the, the Ancients. Th- okay. Th- th- this game archetype was originally based the, So, So all of these, we so that's that's kind of where they get the heroes phrase from then, right? Because these are all kind of like like old, legendary, mythical style. Heroes actually comes from from War, War, or from Warcraft 3. Because, oh. they, they were, they, because the Warcraft 3, um, so the previous... Two Warcrafts, um, they were, you know, they were real-time strategy games, mm-hmm. but you had generic, you just had generic mooks, so you had, like, you had, you, you had, a, you had a, a true, so it's just, you had a, you had a, you had a, you had a generic, so you, well, you had, you had, like, your characters, but you had just fixed classes, so it's like, it's like Team Fortress 2, where you had the soldier, mm-hmm. you had the heavy weapons guy, you had whatever. Warcraft 3, uh, the premise was, is that they, you know, like, it kind of has this really involved story. And what you would end up doing is that you'd be you'd be you'd have your units of soldiers and stuff like that, but you'd also actually have like a character from the story itself. So you have like the like oh what, what the, what's the dude Arthas? What's his last? The, the, you know, like you had you had these main characters that were part of the story itself mm-hmm. that you would be directing as well. And the original Defense of the Ancients mod was that you got rid of all of the generic soldiers. You just had the you, you would just control this hero, in that you you were basically fighting against other people who had other heroes, and it was like you'd be doing it on these you'd be doing it on these like challenge Warcraft maps, so you didn't have resources. like you weren't mining resources, you weren't doing anything like that. You were just here. I'm fully equipped. I'm fully equipped. I need to take over this point, or I need to kill the other. I need to fight off the. But other But even heroes. that being said, there's still resource management in these games. So in some of these games, in well, Dota Two and League of Legends and Smite, you gain gold, or yeah, it's gold pretty much. You gain gold by performing certain feats, whether that's kills yep. or killing minions or taking down a tower. With the gold, you can purchase items Actually, that make that that buff certain aspects I, of your hero. I, I, okay. I, I take okay. I take I take that back. Yes, cuz you you do have so you you may you may have um 
you may have you may have um actually other minions that you're directing as well. So if like if you're doing an attack like an like a, a seize a choke point, you may have like a generic. What the frick are they called in League of Legends? Creep. Cre- I think they're are they, are they called creeps. Creeps. Or may- were they creeps in Dota? I don't know. Again, you're. Um, I think they're minions in minions in in League of Legends and Smite. They're called creeps in Dota. Okay. Um. Yeah, they're just like the mindless drones that just like are on a, on a set track essentially. Gotcha. But like, so you can. That's essentially what. So what Overwatch did is they took these very very complex games and mm-hmm. complex ideas and they streamlined it and made it so you don't have to think about builds. Like because that's the thing. You can have somebody that is very, very, very intelligent. Maybe they're not the best player in the world technically, mm-hmm. but they can create a build because there's hundreds of items you can use that do different things to buff different stats of your character. Mm-hmm. But they just focused, 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 and found this crazy-ass build so that they're pretty much unstoppable. They don't have to be even super talented, but they, you know, it, it takes a lot of work still. Mm-hmm. So Overwatch, there are no builds. Your character is your character. It is completely based upon... That that hero's sets of skills and how you your play style your direct input right and for competitive gaming it sounds like it it turns something that could give somebody competitive advantage and it kind of strips that away and puts it back to just be skill and strategy yeah so like there's less guesswork to do so like in Smite for example um, you could have a character. You know that, like, 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 okay, Medusa. She's a hunter. She does high crit. Just don't get close. You know, could be bad news um, for you. Let's say I decided, like, I want my Medusa to be super tanky for Medusa. I could just buy, be purchasing these items that are just—it's all defense, magical and physical defense, right? There's that's not an option in Overwatch. Right. It's just well. It- I think you find you find loopholes in the game with that, right? Because every game has the character that should not have been brought into the game. And if you can tweak certain attributes of that character, you can get a cheap character and make them even worse. Yeah. You know, I think I, I don't play I don't play any of these games yet. Um, I would love to, but like you know, one game I've played a lot of is uh, is Super Smash Brothers, and each each iteration of Super Smash Brothers has a character that is so unfair that you really almost have to like stop people from using that character either they can't be killed yeah they either can't be killed or they can always recover and then on the flip side of that there's characters that are so fucking hard to use that they're almost impossible to win a battle with unless you're extremely skilled like jigglypuff yeah jigglypuff's a really tough one right because her main hit is is such a strange time it's the timing of it is so strange in that game that almost Oh shit! If you're not, if 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 you're not within, I would say ten milliseconds of the right pixel, she just goes to sleep and leaves herself open for wide attack. O- yeah, wide open. Um, another one I was thinking was Ness. Yeah. One of Ness's attacks, he has to get. You have to rotate the joystick like two hundred and seventy degrees, and a ball has to has to go around in a circle and come back and hit him in the ass. And that's really difficult to do if you're just practicing. But you're in the middle of a battle when you can't even see your character because he's actually physically off of the screen and you're trying to recover him. And you have to just know exactly the, the perfect arc of this ball to come back. Although you know the, the game tries to balance that with, with, uh, with other attributes and make it fair. But there's always characters in these games that are unfair. So I can understand that from a competitive perspective. It allows Overwatch to really be... Uh, to, to, to almost be like a 
uh, it's easier to know um, to know what people's skill sets are because there's less variables uh, in regards to uh, certain characters being too cheap. Yeah. So that's probably one of the reasons why it's so popular in uh, competitive gaming. And I heard that like some of these sports teams are going out and buying up the uh, the, the sports team, not the players, but the actual like you know the the, the people who own this like competitive like like NFL team will go out and purchase an Overwatch team and then reuse their stadium for uh, for people watching these matches. That is one aspect that I know very little about. Again, as big a fan of these these games I am, I'm not the biggest esports fan. Yeah, it, it, it's and you know again, part of it is that there's just a shit ton of money that they're looking to sink into something. Um, and again, it, it is turning into big business. Well, oh, I, absolutely. Well, yeah. isn't part of the problem that that people aren't showing up to the stadiums for the sporting events anymore? That yes. the average age. Is 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 slowly rising for well, these sporting events? Yes. Well, no, the 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 NFL you know, like there's there's a whole thing like the 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 NFL. Well, you know, we talk about that things things that have gotten too successful for their own good, and people thought that they like had like some secret knowledge. You're talking about the record industry, right? I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about sports industry. Well, you know, the professional <laughs> sports. I mean, baseball. Baseball had the fucking they had the strike, and that basically fucking killed it. Baseball, yeah, you know, like they had they had the strike at the, it was at the late nineties, early two thousands, and it fuck it fucking basically it never really recovered. It it didn't really, but in uh, you know, but but the, you there's know, a like lot the, of the, factors well, in you know, baseball it's, dying, it's, it, but it's it's but it's also that the Yankees affected the the Yank this the Yankees have effectively distorted the market so fucking badly. I mean, you can yeah. say that, but the but but frankly, like when the Yankees win, baseball is popular. You know what I mean? Like as yes. much as people say, like, oh, they had the biggest spending cap, well, they had the biggest amount of money to spend, so they bought their championships. But it's like everyone watched that. But you know, the NFL, the NFL has the same thing with the fuck between the fucking brain. You know, the post concussion. Not that people care about that. The, the fucking CTE. Com- yeah. The CTE. The fucking Colin Kaepernick. Fucking. We're you know like. That that whole the, the complete and total exposure of the owners of the NFL just being like <laughs> flaky motherfuckers, and oh, they're just they, they made well they made changes too where they did the fuck it they did the instant like slow motion replay, you know like the, 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 they've slowed the games down so much. In fairness, though, re, instant replay is anything new. They used to do it in the in the eighties. No, well. but but they've incorporated it into the flow. Like you know the, the, yeah. the you know. The the pace that they play games at is fucking destroyed, like like just burning players out, you know. Um, we you know like we, we the game the way it's structured right now it's in, you're you're supposed to fucking permanently cripple people. Well, that's what football is about. Well, I mean, no, but, it's but, not what necessarily football is about, but like that's you're you're out there to hit someone. Well, like no, but but you know they talk about that. It's like it's kind of boxing had the same fucking problem. Is that once they started using gloves, like the fucking fatality rate in boxing went up because the guy's hands didn't give out before you fucking brash somebody's head so fucking hard that their brain. That's an interesting to way to look at it. You know, like that, 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 people that protecting argue that them is, is making safer. them worse. Well, because that that the, the, you know back you know again like they're not to say that the fucking leather gear you know like that was not any fucking safety either. It just kept your head from fucking splitting open when you right. Well, each here's other. here's the difference, and here's we can, I'll, we'll definitely well, talk no. about this rugby because oh rugby they don't wear pads and that yeah but there's rugby is a safer sport. You, t- you tape your ears back because you're saying torn you're off. saying longevity like longevity, you want to live. Yes, because here's the deal. 
and I don't give a fuck who you are. You are not going with a helmet on, and I played college football. You're going to use your head. Yeah. Rugby, I don't care who you are. You can't use your head. Right. It will split open. You will. Well, isn't this kind of the, the, the idea that you can feel? You, I mean, your brain doesn't have any actual like like nerve endings that can feel pain, right? So what we've done is we've taken away the outside physical pain. And don't get me wrong, I've, I've never played in the NFL. So I realize that there's still pain when you hit somebody. So I don't mean to, to make it sound like you don't, but, but you've, put your, you've put yourself inside this crash cage and, and the only thing that's left to jostle around is the organs inside your body. You've, you've taken the limiters off, essentially with the equipment you have on, and the helmet is the worst by far, but you've taken the limiters off as far as pain thresholds and what you should and shouldn't do. And yeah, what you're doing essentially is you're, you're, you're rocking your brain against your skull. You're, you're literally like, you're turning your brain into like, into Swiss cheese. You're just, you're banging it, banging it, banging it against your skull. It's, what if, what if Rams were doing it? Would they be okay? Rams would probably be fine. Because their, their brains are probably designed to be smashed a lot. Those big horns absorb it through, the, through their bodies, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they were built for that. We were not, humans were not built to, to ram their head against things. No. Because that's got, like our biggest asset, right? Is yeah, our brains. Yeah, we got big, wonderful brains. That's it. That's all we have. I mean, we're, we're other, other than that, we're helpless. Well, you know, but it, and it's it's funny too because like we get we're watching fucking sport, you know, sports die or whatever. Um, they talk about that now, like uh, professional wrestling. You know, like they at its peak, it was seven million viewers. They're down to like effectively when it was when there were three companies, each with their own fucking audiences and stuff like that. Like the WWF or the WWE or whatever had seven million fucking viewers on a regular basis. You're down to two. The best, I mean, the, the heyday, in my opinion, of wrestling, professional wrestling, was when you had competition. There was WWF and WCW. It's, it is the problem with the NFL. There's nowhere else to go. Canadian football, it, the product just isn't as good. The NFL is impressive the X, because... The XFL. Yeah. College football has, competes for views, although it's a different day. Um but like wrestling, I think that's that's his biggest problem. There's no one. There's no true rival. It, but isn't and I don't really know that much about wrestling. But isn't a huge reason that they've lost viewers that it is because the mixed martial arts and ultimate well, fighting championships have have taken them away? Well, and it's 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 funny too because like you get in the whole psychology of things. Yeah. Like they like. Um, they talk, you know, like again, this, this, that's, this is like a topic for uh, for its own podcast too. But the the wrestling was kind of based on this whole psychology aspect. I mean, like you know, people picked how fights were gonna, you know, like how how it was gonna end up. But you let you left things to people's discretion. Wrestling um, is it's, it's theater essentially. Well, yes, but the, yeah. the, the, the UFC the UFC does wrestling better because the UFC actually has real fights, but they use all the same fucking wrestling promo tactics. Yeah, where, well, the guy, where the guys are all fucking characters in and of themselves. I really urge you guys to go to this YouTube channel, and I don't plug YouTube channels on here, but there's a great channel. It's mm -hmm. called Alpaca Thesaurus. Uh huh. And this guy, he's got to have some sort of a psychology degree. He breaks down why people watch this stuff no like the fighters and the psychology of the fighters and why they do what they're doing and their demeanor it's a really really interesting take is he just is he just reading into them a lot for fun yeah. 
Yeah, but it's there's definitely some some scholarly aspects to it, some academic mm-hmm. aspects. It's not just a guy's opinion. It's like because my son watches like a lot of the game theory stuff, mm-hmm. and I have a hard time with it. Like, it, it, just because the, the guy has like good foundation for his reasons doesn't mean I want to listen to him speculate on 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 what the creators of I don't know fucking Smash Brothers were thinking when they made the third, and how you can tell by the movement of the white hands, like like how how. It's How not really it? th- no. It's not really out that no. out there. No, this guy will do research on like uh, their their background and their history and stuff like that, and like what they've done. Um, you know, but he'll be like, okay, when when a person puts their hand on their face, typically means this. Oh, so okay. this is kind of how they're probably feeling okay. during this interaction with the other, like at a press conference or something like that. Oh, so he's kind of breaking them down, like like their mannerisms, the, not instead of what they're saying. Um, in different parts of their career. Yeah. Like, so like when Ronda Rousey, uh, got not the fuck out the second time he was doing breakdowns. So, Cause you know, they have these face offs, like as the, as the, um, the fights coming up, they'll have these face offs and weigh-ins and things like that. And he's like, she's not confident. Like she's over posturing. Like she's never done this before. Mm-hmm. Look at this behavior. She's not, which probably translates to she's not confident. And if she's not confident going to the fight, mm-hmm. it could spell disaster for her. And honestly, obviously it did. Speaking of which, she's now a WWE wrestler. Oh, yes. that's crazy. And that's well, the other you, thing about WWE wrestling. Did oh, yeah. you ever hear the fucking meltdown of when she lost her first fight? Uh, I I heard she like went off on a bunch. It's like of I'm I, like what the like, no 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 like she had like this whole fucking cycle. It's like what the fuck good am I? The only oh, thing yeah. the only thing I would fucking the only thing the only reason I fucking mattered was I was undefeated and now I'm fucking nothing and blah blah blah. Have you guys seen? You uh, know, it's like I, I I thought about killing myself, but then I was like I need to get the. She pointed at her boyfriend. She's like I need to get that. I need to get a baby in my belly from that guy. I gotta keep going. I got that's keep her. Going. That's her WWE character. No, no that's that was her, her in after real she life. Lost yeah. her oh mother, yeah, like that was her in real life. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow! Um, have you guys seen? Uh, and it's it's fiction, but I I really enjoy it. It's probably the closest thing that I know to wrestling, and uh, it's called Glow, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's based off glamorous women's, ladies. Like, of, that's glamorous that's a real that's a yes. That's not completely a true story, but it, that is a real story. Well, that was, I used that to, was well, a real, that was a real league. That was that was yeah. a real league. Actually, that's where I oh, Glow is. That was a real came. league. Yes. Oh yeah, you didn't oh, know about wow. Glow? No. It's yeah, like the stories are different in the Netflix show, but mm-hmm. like. Yeah, glow is real. So it's so 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 that show is loosely based off of off of the real glow. It's probably more than loosely, but like yeah, like there was like inner drama. Do you know? Like, so you probably don't watch the show, but do you, I watched the first few episodes. Did, did, were the character names anything close? Yeah, those those were the actual really? characters. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Now, as far as the infighting and that stuff, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know how. Yeah, true like that how specific, is. like one girl cheats on another, yeah, or yeah. another's husband or something. But uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that those characters were so accurate. Um, okay, yeah, that I I really like the way that that portrays. Like you described it as theater, and I really like the way that show portrays it as theater because it really, at the end of the day, it's about the audience being happy when they leave. It doesn't have anything to do really with who wins or who's a better wrestler. No, did you get a good show? But essentially, it, but if you are not a good wrestler, the audience is going to be able to tell. If you don't have a cool move, the audience will be able to sniff it out. That's true. Yeah, but you also at the same time. 
there are there are definitely have been pushes of kind of terrible wrestlers that still got massively popular with audiences. Like in one of them, like one of the um, one of the the wrestlers, like she breaks down and starts crying in the middle of of her routine. Like she just can't handle how uh, how the the portrayal of her character is so demeaning. And her son her son happened to be there. And of course, like I said, I, I assume that most of the most of the, the, the micro plot pieces are, are fiction. Um, although it could have actually happened. Now I want to see I want to see what it's based off so of. So there is actually might be on Netflix too, but if not, I'm sure you can find it on uh, YouTube. There is a documentary, a documentary about like the rise and the short rise and fall of Glow. Wow. Like like it's and it's honestly it's really, really good. I think it's a and I don't think it's a thirty for thirty. I don't think ESPN did it, but there is a uh, it's a documentary. It's like an hour, maybe an hour and a half long, and you do a before and then. Like some of the, some of the, most of the girls are still alive. They're older now, but like, Man, I want to know how much is accurate because, like, the guy who's actually producing it in Glow, he was a really, really like, like, uh, grimy, um, kind of low budget. You're, you're nodding your head, so he's this grimy, like, low budget, like almost horror film producer previous to uh to taking on the girls that i and, think is yeah. pretty much 100 percent accurate and he did not want to do it it was kind of like an end of his career he didn't want anything to do with it but um of course you know it, they, they make it all positive and it's all got a positive spin um so the girls end up kind of bringing him through and kind of making him believe in this thing that he's doing uh but yeah so the uh and, and this is the part i would really like to see the live footage for because uh the uh, one of the women, uh, one of the women, you know, sure, her, her son's watching her, and I mean, just a slight spoiler for people who haven't watched it, but she's called the Welfare Queen, and she's black. Oh and her, yeah, and her son's like, "What the f- mom? You didn't tell me that you were getting it. You were on national television as a black woman, being okay, being this cliche welfare queen." Um, and, you know, she's like shouting at people and saying that she's going to get her check or something. I don't know. Whatever her character is. She ends up at the end of one of her routines. She just starts crying. And and what happens is the other girls actually have to make a distraction technique. And uh, uh, the main character in it um, grabs a girl from the audience that's dressed like one of the one of the, the more popular wrestlers and says that I'm stealing your baby. And she runs off with this random girl from the audience because the only way they can take the attention away from the crying welfare queen is to stage something that the audience is just going to be completely shocked over. So I would love to see what happened in real life because I want to see that episode. I want to see that episode of Glow where... Oh, I don't know if where that a girl happened. is stolen yeah. from the audience. I'm not 100 percent sure if that happened. Yeah, so I I would love to see it to see how accurate some of those uh, some of those like like micro plots are. I think Vince owns that tape library now, anyways, right? Um, and and yeah, that's that's another thing is the um, I'm in season I want to say season two now. I just finished season two, and there's problems with them owning the rights to their own content. Like in the documentary, did they get into that? Um, so what they they definitely I don't know about they get into the business of it and why it failed because it, the crazy thing about Glow is it was only two seasons essentially two 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 yeah it was seasons mm-hmm. it was massively popular 
but it was only used essentially no one like none of the uh big wigs that funded it took it seriously like right. oh it can't compete with men's professional wrestling mm-hmm. and uh when they decided like they pulled the plug on it essentially they were just like this isn't a serious thing and we really just use this as a marketing tool for like a specific brand and once that brand was done they were like yeah we're done with it we're not going to renew anything which it's really actually kind of sad it's great to see everybody come back there are definitely some like gut punch moments in the documentary it's really i really really think you should look you should check it out it's really good and uh, from the actor's perspective i don't know too many of the actors in it but two of the actors in it are from mad men (laughs) so anybody who watched mad men uh two of the two of the the characters from mad men they were they weren't main characters you know it wasn't uh john ham or anything like that but uh yeah two of the characters are from mad men um and they do I, I feel like it's casted really well, but yeah, now I need to know how accurate it is to the uh, to the real thing. I got to watch that documentary. Absolutely. Well, we're at we just hit two hours and seven minutes. Well, I think that's uh, that's that's enough time, I think, for now. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, you know, feel free to send some uh, some feedback our way, and we can definitely cover any topics that you would like us to cover. Um, yeah, we've kind of been doing more of an open format lately. Yeah, we kind of just, whatever we kind of think of, we a little less research, a little more kind of what, what's kind of happening, what, what we might think might be interesting. So uh, thanks yeah. for listening anyway, guys. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.